man. Can you do <laughs> It sounds like you're trying to eat out the mic. Oh, jeez. I'm glad I sanitized it. Clitoris. <laughs> Panocha. I saw a porno, and they was like, Soy tu perra sucia, verdad? And I'm like, like who says that to somebody during sex? Yeah, that's totally like a turn-off. Yeah. <laughs> like, this guy's like, like, bowling, and he's like, Soy tu perra sucia, verdad? And I'm like, what the fuck did no, you just... No, lo sucio no me gusta. Que yeah, sos perra, sí, all right. yeah, yeah. I'm like, hmm. I had to stop touching myself after that. <laughs> Research purposes only. Oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. And that's the end of this test. <laughs> second the fuck are you doing are you professional or not this podcast is intended for mature audiences views and opinions expressed are these dumb motherfuckers so any sensitive fuck remember that drunk and possibly gay or maybe even bi <laughs> and like to ramble the fuck on so take that Happening, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to an episode of the Rambling Alcoholics Podcast here in the Rambling Gay Man Studios. I am your host, Whiskey J, the cult leader himself, the grand wizard of fuckery, the chief engineer of shenanigans and laughter. And well, can you hear me, Escalante, Postmaster Escalante, <laughs> who is missing in action? MIA. MIA. But I'm here with my co host, man, <laughs> the man who, uh, who this year claims will not miss, even if Soccer Mom's birthday is coming up. <laughs> the one and only Mr. Co-Producer, Mr. Wu. Huh? Exactly. Huh? Well, he's not missing because of that, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, let's, <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest. He's not missing because of fucking uh, uh, someone that can't hear. Exactly. No, no, no. It's because he has work. Are you going to play literally the... Oh, come on. No, no, no. I'll change it no, now. No, no, fucking you know. leave the album. <laughs> leave the album, bro. <laughs> No, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's cool, you know, but, you know, in my defense, I work long hours. I drive long distances. <laughs> I do, too. And uh, I'm always here. Yeah, dude. It takes me like 10 seconds to get to work when I drive. Like I'm not shouldn't. saying people should emulate me. Hint, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think, how can I, how can I say it? How can I say it without sounding like a dick, but then sounding like a dick? I just think I just did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look. We give him the credit. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. It is his first legit week working as a postman general. Okay, let's do it this way. Can we just say that? Okay, Can we no, agree? No, no. Can we no, agree? No, no. We'll, we'll agree. I'll agree it this way. Okay. It's the first time that he's actually not been on the show, not due to sign language issues or anything. You or, know, or being a, an Uber driver. Being an Uber driver. Holy shit. That's right. See? Okay. So, so wait, are we excusing this one? Because remember the last time we kind of like, oh, we, oh. we put his hand on the fire day. Hey, you fucked up. Like yeah. You literally left for poon. Right. And and this time he's not. So I'll, we'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow Okay. Yeah, we'll allow it. So no Rambo Court? No, no, no Poya Campero no. and beer? <laughs> well, the Poya Campero might just kind of. 
it help to, to creep in. To, yeah, it might help to ease the pain, you know, but <laughs> but yeah, this time he's not leaving for, you know, poontang reasons. Yeah, so. no, it's just, it, it's work. That's like let's give him let's give him let's let's not get let's not go on him. Let's not ram him. Let's let's not. But I hope that he gets better perspective of the sacrifice Mr. Rue makes. Driving long distances after true. after thirteen hour days, and you know, I, I hope he respects the fact that when I go, hey, I'm fucking tired. Can you do you mind driving to the liquor store? Because I drive all fucking day. Right. He know now he understands my pain because he drives all fucking day now. Exactly. Like the, the, he shows up here, and he's like, hey, "Let's go get some beer." And I'm like, "All right, cool. You drive." Yeah, I'm tired. I just drove. I just got off of work and drove here. I'm like, "Bitch, I've been driving since three in the fucking morning. How the fuck are you giving me shit?" <laughs> Like, the liquor store is like five minutes away. You Absolutely. But that's what he does. Are you fuck? And I just don't want to argue. I'll get my keys and go. Let's go then. Let's go in the pickup. Let's now, go. Now, now he'll appreciate. He'll have fact. to appreciate. Exactly. You know? Will uh, he though? <coughs> well, here. It's not he even, won't. It's not, even driving, he, it's not even driving the long distances. I have to take the 105 to the 605, which at this hour is like. Yeah. It's like fucking a major heart attack. Yeah. No. <laughs> So, you know, I'm stuck in it's, traffic. It's like a clogged artery. Exactly. Yeah. So so when I see a fucking text pop up by his dumbass saying, ETA, ETA, fuck you, is my ETA. <laughs> so how you been? It's like that like that one fucking scene in uh, Glengarry Glen Ross. What's your name? Fuck you. Ooh, that's, that's my name. name. <laughs> so how you been? What you been up to? Oh, working, man. So, um, uh, next week, I'm hoping to get back into the office, man, because I'm doing this remote thing. You don't I like it? I fucking hate it, man. Really? I don't like staying home, man. My fucking place is a mess, number one. And I and you know, I'm you know, I pretend to work. <laughs> and then I look at my place and say to myself, fuck, my place is a mess. And then I just look at it. <laughs> and that's all you do. That's all I do. Now, if I were to come home from work after driving in traffic and 13 hour days, I would come home and say, damn, my place is dirty, maybe I should do some shit. Because I'm still, you know. Yeah. I'm still in my, my work clothes, and I'm figuring, okay, I can have some energy here. And no, since I'm in my fucking sweats and a t-shirt all day long. No, There's no motivation for you to do shit. There's just like nothing, dude. I'm, I'm in fucking relax mode the whole time. Damn. Yeah, dude. I'm like, you know, except that the last couple of days I've had to go to work because, you know, in, in Chino Hills, one of our stations out there, because, you know, we had to get rid of somebody. Oh, shit. Right. But my boss... Wanted me to go along, and I'm like, no. And he goes, but you got to help me do this. And I'm like, why? I, well, that was my question, because this guy was my contemporary. So why do I have to go out there and fire somebody that's at the same level I am? Yeah. Right? I told him, that's your fucking thing. That ain't my thing. You're the one that fires people like me. So it took him like about three or four days to kind of prepare himself for this. And he asked me to go along, right? I said, I'll go along, but I'm there as a witness. I'm not there. I'm my witness. Yeah, you're you know? not there to do shit. Exactly. I'm not fucking opening my trap. I'm yeah. not I'm not uh I'm not sitting here to tell him he's his nothing. So we show up under the guise of a meeting. You know how those are. Yeah. So it's it's under the guise of this meeting. And so we show up and then this guy this guy's like a guy that's like, you know, like when you see those movies where, where somebody's trying to kill somebody but can't kill him, yeah. and it takes forever for this person to die. Oh, you mean it's a Jason movie? Pretty much. Okay. So this guy walks in and starts telling him, yeah, you know, we've been evaluating you and this and that and this and this and that, that, that. Fuck, five fucking minutes before he tells him, you know, this is your last day with us. 
And then the guy turns to me and says, you backstabbing son of a bitch. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like, uh, what? And then I'm looking at my boss like, you got to say something here because this isn't my fucking ride. I'm only here to witness, right? And no, Lewis had nothing to do with this. And, you know, this is uh, solely our decision. So when he said our decision, what do you wait? Exactly. So I'm sitting there looking at him again like, wrong word, fool. You're supposed to say the company's decision, right? And I'm just looking, and then and then he fucking elongates his whole thing before handing him his last check. It was like a 10-minute firing. Who does that? I don't know. It should have been quick. If I'm firing you, I'm saying like this. <clears throat> you're fired. Whiskey J? Yeah. You know, your co-leader skills haven't met up to the standards of the company. So with regret, I have to inform you that this is your last day with the Rambling Alcoholics. Wait, but I funded, I'm fucking, I'm a founder. Here's your last check. Fuck you. If you have any questions, uh, you can call HR. Fuck and, you, uh, you, George Clooney wannabe. You have, uh, you're yeah. not George Clooney, bro. And you have, uh, you fuck know. you and up in the air, right? I understand your frustrations. Yeah, my frustration is to fuck you in the ass today. I'll see you at court, asshole. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Didn't take ten minutes to do that. <laughs> he literally extracts that to a ten minute. Yeah, I got Who called the back. That? Yeah, I got called a backstabbing asshole. Yeah, because it was our exactly. And I'm sitting there going like, what? What do you? Mean? I'm just looking at him like, you know. So, after that, I had a, you know, get, I gathered the troops around and told them what went on, right? And yeah. so... Um, so, then everyone thinks you fired them. Why? But it, but it wasn't. No, they, they know that the other guy fired them. So, I show up on, on Thursday, yesterday, right? Yeah. I show up on Thursday, and there's... And um, <clears throat> everybody... No, I'm sorry. This was Tuesday. On Wednesday, I show up. And so, I'm there, you know, early in the morning. Everybody kind of strolls in. They're all talking and laughing yeah. and having a good time. And, you know, 8.30 rolls around, which is the time that the office opens, right? And they're still laughing, you know, rocking and rolling. And uh, so I'm sitting there going, all right, I see how this works, right? <laughs> I, I understand now why this fucking station is shit, right? So after the last guy came in, I gathered the troops around and told them, hey, listen, um... Office opens up at three at eight thirty, and nobody was sitting at their desk at eight thirty, ready to answer phones, ready to do this, ready to do that. So tomorrow, everybody needs to be at their desk, ready to work by eight thirty. Not talking on the phone, not drinking your coffee, not sitting there, you know, you know, telling Marcella, hey, you know, I'm going on a date tonight, and so one of the guys, one of the older guys, who guy, one of the guys that I would call a sacred cow. Because he's been there a long, long time. Oh, shit. He's like, well, well, oh, well, is that our, is that our schedule? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> he goes, yeah, because, you know, we, ne- we never had a schedule before when, you know, what's his name was running things and stuff. And I go, well, as you know, he's no longer here. He seriously, oh, God. I go, so, yes, 830 tomorrow. Okay. Huh? That's the schedule. <laughs> So Mr. Lou walks in yesterday after yesterday morning. They didn't learn it. No, everybody by eight fifteen is kind of you know rolling in and they're making their coffee and they're going to their computers and they're getting ready, you know, to to do their thing, right? Sacred cow. Sacred cow oh, decides okay. to show up at fucking eight forty five. Sees me in the office. And he's like, "Oh, hey, you're here. Did you bring the bagels? Were you supposed to bring bagels?" Absolutely fucking it's no. Fr- it's Friday. 
That was yesterday, Thursday. Oh, it was Bagel Thursday. Yeah, that's that's exactly what you would think, right? Yeah, dude. The other guy used to bring bagels on Thursday. Bagel yeah, Thursday. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah, he used to bring them with a smile. Right? Absolutely, dude. And so, he used you to know. bring bagels from Einstein Noah. He might have. But you know what? Yeah. Not, not Mr. Lou. <laughs> so, you bought patches instead? Or I didn't oh. bring a fucking thing. Oh, okay. And so, you know, I'm just looking at him, right? Oh, sacred cow. Yeah, and I told him, I go, you know, it's 845. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 I thought that was gonna like start next week. He said, "No, no, I'm sorry. He didn't say that yesterday. He said, oh, okay, I, I understand. Fine.' Mr. Lou shows up today. Everybody's at their desk by eight thirty, ready to go. <clears throat> oh, sacred cow. Except sacred cow. Sacred cow walks in at nine fifteen. Oh, he's testing you. So I. Oh, he's testing you. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So, so, did he ask you if you brought donuts? No, no, donut no. Fridays? Oh, no, no. So he shows up, right? And, and so as soon as he walks in, I call him over. Hey, do you have a minute? Oh, yeah, sure. No, he tried to be a smart ass. For you, I got two. Oh, you rubbed them the right way. You must so, have rubbed them the right way, So dude. I sat him down, and I looked at him, right, straight up. He's like, hey, yeah, you know, aren't you glad it's Friday, man? I bought them Rams and shit. I don't give a fuck about the Rams. I'm a cowboy fan. Right. Well, <laughs> I didn't tell him that, but what, but what I did do was I sat there, right, and I, and I just looked at him, and I just went fucking for the jugular straight, at the, straight up. I said, it's 9.15. I go, the office opens up at 8.30, and I believe I told everybody that everybody should be at their desk by 8.30. You know what he says, right? He says, oh, I thought that was starting next week. Well, guess what? You're not starting next week because you're fucking fired. <laughs> well, no. Came close. Oh, God damn it. So I looked at him and I said, I said that, I said, I want to say that starting tomorrow, meaning yesterday, 8.30. I go, so I want to be clear with you that come Monday, you're going to be here sitting ready to go at your desk by 8.30. Are we clear? Well, you know, it's because the other schedule and I'm like, 8.30 at your desk. Are we clear? And he said it again. Well, you know, I got to move some things around my schedule. 8.30, Monday morning, at your desk. Are we clear? And he said, he just kind of, actually, he didn't say anything. He just stayed quiet and he just kind of nodded. And I go, this little conversation we're having right now, consider it your first verbal warning. Oh, shit. I go, I will put this down on the record that we had this conversation. Are we clear? Well, the previous <laughs> Well, no, he didn't say shit. At that point, he just kind of nodded his head, right? So I go, so I go, so it's nine 9.25 now. I go, you, I think you better go back to your desk. Now, how expendable is this guy? To me, I would have, if, if, if it wasn't for California laws and the fucking union and all that other shit, I would have gotten rid of him yesterday. Oh, I forget it's union now. Yep. I would have fucking got rid of his ass yesterday. But ball is rolling, brother. Ball is rolling. Yeah, but you know what? I think I think he did it on purpose. Of you you he did. rubbed them the wrong way. No, I don't give a fuck how I rubbed them. You rubbed them. He doesn't them. give a, I don't give a shit. You I'm, Buddha rubbed them, bro. You know what? You rubbed the Buddha skin. Rubbed them. <laughs> you Buddha rubbed them, bro. <laughs> hey, he wants to fucking be hey. The, the the thing is this. I'm the fucking branch manager. I'm the interim there, right? So I'm running two offices. Oh, and he tried to be a smart ass about it today. So by about 10:30, 11 o'clock, I'm heading out, right? And he's like, hey, calling it a day? Must be nice. So I turned around and I said, you only have a desk to manage. I got two buildings to manage. God damn. 
So I'm not giving two shits about this guy. I'm like, fuck you. You have it in for him now, huh? Well, why does he act like a dick? That's true. Why does he act like a dick? This is, why, this, is, this is why there's, there's structure where people work. Yeah. Because, you know, there's a chain of command. Hey, I got a boss, and my boss got a boss. And like they say, the shit runs downhill. If this fucking guy isn't fucking cutting the mustard, who's going to get shit on? Me. Yeah. So at least temporarily anyway. So Until they find someone to replace him. Yeah. Although I am considering it, though, because I'll tell you why. The, ch- the drive to Chino Hills in the morning? I was about to say, like. No traffic. I, I was about to say, dude, like, <laughs> come on. Yeah, man, even even soccer mom was saying the same thing. She was like, that's a shorter drive. You know that, right? And I'm Less like... Less mileage on the truck? Exactly. So I might I might consider it, you know, considering that, you know... Why don't you consolidate and be fucking running both? That's a possibility. It's only if I get paid more because that's too good. No, no, yes, I'm saying. Like, yeah. You know? I'll negotiate for you. <laughs> I'll broker the deal. I, I read Art of the Deal. So I can broker oh, this shit for you. Fuck. I can broker this shit. You might be fired by Monday though, but we broker the deal though. You're fired. It'll be a 20 minute firing for you though. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, no, this guy obviously was trying to fucking see how far he could go, but I think he learned pretty quickly today that that no, you know, I bet I bet he does something on Monday. Well, fine, then I'll write him up. I bet we'll we'll make this very quick. I bet. So, so you're saying that by the time we reconvene next I'll Friday, he'll he'll he'll, he'll, he'll fucked up one, he'll fuck up again. <laughs> He's a fuck up. He's a fuck up. He'll do something like he'll try to tread the he'll 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 hide behind the union, but he he's gonna like fucking like literally like literally walking between the lines of what you just said. Fucking guarantee it. You think so, huh? If if both of you guys are rubbing each other the wrong Buddha rubbing each other the wrong way, that's the thing, right? It's Buddha rubbing it. He'll fucking do something, walk in between the little fucking line that you said, 8.30. Okay, I'll be here at 8.30. fucking He'll make sure he'll... Watch. There's a guarantee. Ladies and gentlemen, Rambo Army. Mr. Lou next Friday is going to fucking tell me a story. His asshole's going to show up at 8.30. He's going to make sure you he, they, he, you notice him that he's there. Uh-huh. He'll be fucking getting coffee, though. Oh, no, he won't. Because that was the clear thing. I told him 8.30 at your desk, ready to work. No, he'll make sure you see him at his desk... And then as soon as you see him, he'll walk over to get fucking coffee. Then, I, then uh, we're and gonna... then you said, well, you said you wanted to see me at my desk at eight thirty. No, gonna... no, 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 no. Because I even wrote it in an email. Eight thirty at your desk, ready to start your work. Day. Well, I need my coffee. Well, then you can fucking get there at eight twenty and fucking uh, get his coffee. Then. I gotta move things around. <laughs> Shit. I'll tell. I'll tell you what's even worse. <laughs> I'll tell you. What, I th- I'll tell you exactly why I think I was pissed off on on Wednesday morning. Because the coffee they have at that place was fucking terrible. Really? Yeah, it was fucking like I'd rather drink uh, burned out motor oil that they just took out well, of your car. Was it car. a dirty fucking sock? And they just dude, it, in- it was just awful. They didn't even have fucking. It, it was a whole ground thing, which I'm good with, right? Yeah. But it was just like some cheap ass coffee, and the filters were shit, man. If you didn't, un- were they using newspapers? I, I don't know what they were using. <laughs> they probably were, dude. Whatever, whatever no it was. Yeah, whatever it was. I had to go get my own fucking coffee this morning because, dude, it was just awful. It was just really, really bad. But aside the point, eight thirty at your desk, ready to He'll work. Fuck up again, guaranteed. Well, then, then, then I guess he's gonna be end up looking for something else by the time, uh, by the time President Day rolls up. He's gonna be wow, out of there. That's right. The union's gonna protect him. Jimmy Hoffa, thanks. You know. Fuck Jimmy Hoffa. That's why he's fucking somewhere at Giant Stadium. Apparently. You know, allegedly. Apparently. Well, he's been in many places, you know. He's been I tell you, in, the Yankee Stadium? 
He's been at Yankee, well, the old Yankee Stadium. He's been at the old uh, Giant Stadium. Yeah. He was in somebody's driveway. So, yeah, dude. Jimmy Hoffa, dude. The Hoff. So my week went pretty, it went, it went fast. Did you have to put up with assholes? No. No, 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 I actually didn't. I actually didn't. It, was, it went by quick. I went, I went to work legally drunk still. <laughs> I, I'll say that. I don't know if I... This I, is Monday? Today. <laughs> today, Friday. Oh, that's right. You told me that you guys sit up to one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we did. I did. So I, I did the podcast with uh, Rancio Ramos, uh-huh. uh, Andy from Profile TV, Penny from um, Boom Boom, and of course Geek, uh-huh. me, and then Chris from Kickback. We did a little podcast, an episode with Kicking Back with Chris. And we were drinking whiskey. I took a bottle of Johnny Walker. Did you open up that whiskey thing that I said? It's sent? over there. I'm still uh, sniffing it. I'm not drinking it. All right. I'll, and I'm not going to drink it tonight. I'm like, Oof. Well, I might drink it tonight. No. Yeah, yeah, I might. So, no, finish off with the fuck we have there. How about the, do we left it halfway? And then, you know, and then the cult leader thought, well, am, am I, I'm drinking this Johnny Walker with Penny. Like, it's water because we're men. And I'm drinking Banquet because I'm a Banquet boy. Why not? Why not? Why not live wildly? I saw. Why not? Why not take some edibles where you're at? Why not take some uh, rambling edibles? Pendejo. And I took some rambling edibles in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm not like? And I'm like, well, I'm feeling it, dude. I'm fucking feeling it. I'm like buzzing it. I'm high in it. <laughs> I'm fucking high as a kite. Cult leader is in full force, drunk. And I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I said on that episode. I guess we're gonna find. I might out. have, I might have, I might have confessed to commit murders or something. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I was fucked up. Didn't dude. you tell me you ran over somebody in Las Vegas once? And I, I once shot, I, I once shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. <laughs> I did that one time too. That was a, that was a Paramount though. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I, so I get so afterwards, me and Penny were like, me and Penny left pretty fucked up because he, me and him were just going after that Johnny Walker bottle like with the vengeance, right? And he's like, I'm hungry, and me too. And then the thing is, he had ESPN on, so they kept giving Taco Bell commercials. <laughs> Subliminally, dude, I'm like, I want Taco Bell. Like, you know, me Taco too. Bell is cashing in on that shit, dude. So I, I had Taco Bell. So I go to get Taco Bell, and I get home, and Chris was like, you smell like Taco Bell and scotch. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you? Perfect combo, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. It's funny. I go, thank you? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, dude. That's like a new suit in, uh, you know, CK Cologne. <laughs> Taco Bell and Scotch, ladies and gentlemen. I smell like whiskey. I smell like Johnny Walker and Taco Bell. That's some good I knocked shit. out. And I, it was always already one in the morning. Uh-huh. I had to be up by three. I was thinking, imagine the hours. I woke up stumbling to the bathroom. Spread some water in my face. Looked myself in the mirror and I said, what the fuck did you do to yourself? <laughs> You're like, I, I hate you. This I is why I hate, hate you. <laughs> That's why I go, you have a problem. <laughs> you have a problem. <laughs> and I went to work. I'm not kidding you. I didn't end up waking up like physically like off this slumber of fucking drunkenness and all the shit, the botry shit I did the night before until like noon. And I haven't taken a nap. I got home. <coughs> I laid in bed for a couple minutes and then I went to fucking Fullerton Cause I'm not, I'm I want to go buy my wife's uh, Valentine's Day gift. Ladies and gentlemen, the cult leader is not the most handsome of men. I'm an alcoholic. As a matter of fact, he, he's pretty he's pretty disgusting. How how Miss Kitty disgusting. does it? Disgusting. How Miss Kitty does it is a wonder unto itself. Get the fuck out of here! But when he answered the door for me today, when I was you know walking in, yeah, he looked worse. 
<laughs> I look like shit. Yeah, Tell him yeah, yeah. I actually look like shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, he looks pretty bad. He looks like you know he just basically sprinkled some water on his face. <laughs> and I took the coldest shower before you got here, dude, <laughs> just to get the stink out. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's not he's looking. As soon as you leave, I'm knocking out. Yeah, you're looking worse for the wear today. So <laughs> it took, you know what I realized? What is that? Thirty five is starting to settle in. Settle settling in on me. Shit, dude! Imagine when you hit my age, dude. Shit. Oh, I can. That, that was funny because you're gonna be in a wheelchair by then. <laughs> no, no, fuck! I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be doing. This. What the fuck is this? When I when you're, I'm not gonna roll myself. I'm gonna have the machine with me. <laughs> Are you gonna be like like uh, Olivia Soprano, yeah. dude? <laughs> Going up and down the wall. Oh, Tony. Yeah, but be like that. No, it's funny because I was watching uh, this podcast. So one of the guys just turned fifty five, uh-huh. and he's like, "How many? You think we can keep doing this?" And the guy goes, "Fuck yeah!" Like, I mean. Yeah, we're gonna be in sixty-five telling dick and fart jokes. You know Why what? the fuck not? You know what? Sometimes, sometimes the rumster and I were sitting there cracking uh, fart jokes like that. We look at each other, we're like, "How old are we?" <laughs> but I think it's funny. I think uh, it's hilarious. I enjoy doing I think this. It's, I think it's funny. I think it's so. I, oh shit, going into it. So we got denied by Manscape. By who? Man, so you know, I told. Oh, you, that's right. That's right. That's right. You got so, denied. Why? No, no. I don't, know if, I don't know if it's denied. So I hit up. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I talked. I'm giving these. I, I was ready to fucking nicely shave my. I, me my too. Pews. Yeah, that's. I thought stuff. I was giving the exclusive to kickback, but no. <laughs> because I, I told us. I know I told that story over there. Right. So okay, so ladies and gentlemen, of course we got you know quality over quantity farms that you know sponsor us. At, at, uh, there was a moment we had Tatter Beans Coffee sponsoring us. Yeah, what happened to that? COVID. Uh, did he go yeah. under? Yeah. Ah, uh, that sucks because this coffee was actually pretty. Fuck good. yeah, it was, dude. Yeah, it was. I'm gonna try to have them on the sh- I'm gonna try to have them on two youths though. Um, so we ha- we've always had local vendors sponsors. Manscaped was supposed to be like, I felt like Manscaped was supposed to be like if we if we can get Manscaped that sponsors the UFC to sponsor the Rampicaholics, I felt we made it. Like, is that kind of like you concur? Well, it, it it would definitely be a hell of a catch. It would, I le- mean, it would legitimize it. It would be like, we're like the Corleones. We're, we're trying to legitimize the Corleone name. Exactly. And we're you trying know, to legitimize the rambling name. Exactly. By, by of course, you know, getting a product that would leave your pub area shiny and smooth. Exactly. Just like a newborn. Yeah. Except so, worse for the wear. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I submitted my information. Oh, I, I hit him up and... The guy was like, oh, yeah, shoot me your info, your analytics, all this, all that. So I'm, like, confident sending him the analytics, you know, especially because the, the percentage of men and women that listen to the show, right. more men listen to of it. Of course. And then the age frame, the the age from, like, X to uh, Z, X and Y uh-huh. was even, like, that's a demographic. They're going to love it. Right. And I pitched them, and I, I pitched them the bio, like, a short little summary of our bio, how we started, grassroots, all this shit. Right. And I'm thinking, oh, we, we should get it. Two days later, they email me. They're like, "Hey, uh, we checked the analytics. Your numbers are killer. Um, we love the demographic, but we listen to the show. And at this moment, we don't really see ourselves affiliating with something like this." And I'm like, "Is it because of the fucking merch? <laughs> because the last episode was the merch?" Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, "Thank you, merch." <laughs> so I'm like, well, you, it, was it be, was it because he he says he likes like like literally foreplaying like rape rape scenes something? In, Damn, so Manscaped, well, 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 the product of shaving balls is saying no to the Remnicaholics because of content that not, we put out. Not, not only shaving not, balls, not, but shaving underneath them and in, on everywhere in between. Yeah, the taint. Exactly. So they said no to us, dude. So it's, it, was, it wasn't our numbers. It wasn't the demographic. It was the content of the show that got us not be sponsored 
by Manscaped. So Manscaped, who deals in shaving testicles, decided to say to us, no. Yeah. You know what? Rejection's been a thing all my life, so I so, guess. So, <laughs> I, I, I said, and again, I said it on Kickback, but this will be the first time he goes here. I hit up a company that sells dick pills. <laughs> <laughs> now, and now, if we get refused by them... <laughs> Then I'm, I'm going to start going after porn stars to see if they want to <laughs> do it. Hey, Stormy Daniels needs some publicity right now. So Fuck it, dude. <laughs> my thing is this. My thing is this. Like, our demographic, like, and I'll show Mr. Lou at the end. Uh-huh. The demographic from like the males, uh-huh. like, especially from like the mid-20s to like fucking ex- Dick pills, huh? It's like dick pills, dude. Who are you hitting up? Blue Chew. Huh? Well, Blue Chew is the one that has that thing that you put under your tongue, right? No. So like they're literally like you tell them your age. Your weight, your height. Mm-hmm. You tell them if you got erectile dysfunction, they'll mail you a fucking boner pill. Blue chew? I thought they had like those like strips, like mint strips or whatever. You put it under your tongue. They're like the first to do it. They probably don't fucking know. Yeah, well, but they're well, dick pills. Well, we'll find out. <laughs> I know, right? They'll be like, yeah, you know what? No. <laughs> Merch. What? Well, that was probably not the best episode for them to listen to. Not if it's your first time. You, yeah. know, you have to kind of listen to I know. To I, maybe I should have waited a couple episodes later <laughs> and said, hey, listen to this shit, dude. But yeah. All right. I, but to me, I'm a little bit optimistic because they, technically they didn't say no to our numbers. They didn't All say right. no to our demographic. It was more the content. But then this is the conversation I was having with the guys on uh, on last night. Do, I, do we go about changing our content? Fuck no, we don't. Fuck no, we don't. We're not going to change the content of sponsorships. No, yeah, why? Why you would know, we do fuck that? Them. No, no. But the my new slogan, legitimizing the Ram Alcoholics. I'm literally fucking Michael Corleone trying to legitimize the Corleone name. But you know what? But we're not. We're always going to get our hands dirty. <laughs> no matter what, dude. But you know what? You can't because you just opened up yourself to three counts of perjury. Oh, shit. And then they got, they got uh, Johnny Five Angels, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, they got Vantangeli, dude. Oh, fuck. So, and we have Postmaster Escaleto. Exactly. So they got him, dude. Yeah, he's alive. Can. And he's upset because he thinks you betrayed him. Oh, fuck. I mean, I did by talking shit to him. Not even to talk shit. Talking of which, you know the, the 50th anniversary comes out next month, right? Mm-hmm. And it's going to be in movie theaters. And we're going to go I'd rather see them. I'd rather go see it like, somewhere else than a movie theater. Well, where the fuck else are they going to show it, man? Like, like a drive-in. They're not going to show The Godfather and a drive-in. Why not? Because it's one of the most respected films ever made, Put dude. Put it in a drive-in, dude. Not even, dude. Because the a drive- rooftop. <laughs> you know what? Rooftop I do. That would be fun. I've done that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah, me too. That's I do a fun. rooftop, dude. Well, I don't know, dude. Uh, what are they? The Beatles and shit? Yeah. Which, by the way, they're going to put out on IMAX theaters, the the, the rooftop concert. I think it meant that like 20-hour documentary. No, no, no. <laughs> Did you get to the end of it? No. You fucking I know. I, know. I haven't really done much. You know what I started watching? It was on Netflix, Midnight Mass. No, I haven't seen it. Dude, it's so fucking stupid. It's about religion (laughs) and how people blindly distrust it. Yes. Do you mean trust it or distrust it? No, trust it. Okay, yeah, that's what I say. Yeah. Yeah, like, so, like, the fuck? So, this is about a a, a priest that has Alzheimer's. (laughs) And he gets, like, spoiler alert. Is it a a Catholic priest who can't remember all the kids that he fucking molested back in the day? I was making so many molesting jokes through watching that show. And yeah, so I guess the they live in a small town, population uh-huh. 127. Wow. Yeah, because the town started like drying out, so like it's only like old people living there. All right. So the priest has Alzheimer's, so the congregation paid for him to go to Jerusalem, so before he died, so he can walk the steps of like Jesus. 
but he has Alzheimer's, so he forgot where he was going. <laughs> so he starts walking the desert. <laughs> so he ended up in fucking uh, somewhere else. <laughs> and he finds a cave because there's a sandstorm, and there was a demon or some type of animal, preferably, spoiler alert, vampire, that fucking bites him. You know that demons and vampires don't exist, right? Yeah, I know just, they don't. Just kind of. But again, I say watch it because it kind of like, it fucks with you in the sense of people put so much, like, uh, I'll summarize it like this. Ignorant people who are religious will find any way to explain the stupidest thing you of can, course they you will. can explain called. with science, but you explain it with the Bible. Yeah, they're called apologetics. There you go. That's what they're called. And yeah. there's a Karen on the show. Watch it. They're all Midnight Karen. Mass. Watch. No, but what is this on, on Netflix? Yeah, it's called Midnight Mass. You know what I've been watching? It's like a lot? seven fucking episodes, dude. And they're all like literally like books of the Bible. You know what I've been watching what? a lot lately? You're going to trip out. I've been watching a lot of uh, DC cartoons. Oh, shit. Okay. I've been watching all of that shit. Justice League and, you know, mm. all that stuff. And because uh, why did I? Oh, because they um, they had the animated version of uh, of the death of Superman. So I started with that. Because I remember the, having the two-parter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh fuck. Yeah, and it's it's terrific. Yeah, and I, I, like and, I, it. and I, I used the, to have the, the death comic. of Zoom and the and the rise of Superman. Right. The reign of Superman. The reign. Yeah. yeah Superman. So, yeah. so I watched and I'm like, this is fucking terrific. So I started go fucking just loading them up and stuff. And uh, yeah, I've been watching all the Batman's and some Wonder Woman. I feel Woman they do better than the movies. Fuck yeah. The they, writing is the, way the, better. The, the the cartoons, the animated stuff. They have it a hell of a lot better than the movies. Yeah. Because the movies, unfortunately, despite the fact... Batman's out fucking these women, too. Well, see, Super- like I said... Superman's they- fucking Lois Lane and Wonder Woman at the same time. You can tell in that fucking... <laughs> in the DC comic He's world... He's dick. In the, in the DC comic world, the only two movies that have re- ever really kind of done any sort of impact on me as far as, uh, as, far as they go was the original two Supermans... And then when the Batman series with uh, with Nolan. Uh, with Nolan came around, yeah. because other than that, okay, I'll, I'll give due credit to Michael Keaton's uh, first two super uh, Batman's because I didn't realize how good he, they actually were until uh, I saw Val Kilmer and George Clooney try to fucking do it. Hey, him. Val Kilmer explained himself on that one. Yes, he did. He did it for the money. I guess. No, he had no one fucking input. He literally had already designed how this character's gonna be, and they're like, "You just need you to stand in. The, we just need you in the suit, and that's it." That's Have you seen right, that? That's right. That's Did right. You, you said that in the documentary. That's right. I yeah, saw that. yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. He explained that like he literally built the whole like story on this guy, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Yeah, we just need you to get on the suit and just yeah. nod your head." You, you remember what you did in Jim Morrison? Yeah, just kind of do that, <laughs> you know. But it, 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 you know, I mean. But other than that, I mean, you know, Superman Returns was okay. You know, uh, uh, Man of Steel was okay. You know, Dawn of Justice was in. Eh, you know, the only good thing in that movie was when uh, when uh, Wonder Woman shows up. Wonder Woman's not a bad movie. No, Wonder Woman's actually pretty good. The 1984 sucked oh, a Jesus shit. That was Christ. awful. Yeah, burn that fucking. Yeah, film. I was like, what the fuck? They should burn do a it. redo right there. But you know, Aquaman, Aquaman's more visually like the coloring. Like the I didn't uh, think Aquaman was that great a film. I thought it was good. I thought it was good, but I liked the visual, like the like the lighting. Mm-hmm. The it was just fucking great. Right. I, I'll say this though: they at least they at least answer the question. The Aquaman doesn't just fucking talk to fish. The motherfucker at least has like strength. <laughs> remember the thing is, what does he do when he's not on land? Exactly. <laughs> but he still has powers. That's always been my joke with his ass. It's like, uh, all right, guys, you know, fucking Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, everybody flies away. All right, guys, 
I'll be here in the water if you need me. <laughs> He's out there drinking in pubs. I'll sit, I'll sit here. I'll sit here and control shrimp while you guys are... <laughs> Basically. You know, but I'm... Um, you know, they even had an episode where... We're aqua, I guess they're like in an alternate universe and Aquaman. Yeah, Flashpoint. It's fucking uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah. And the Amazonians and the yeah. Atlantis going at it. Exactly. And Earth is, it's basically like a world war. Exactly. Right. And and uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And, and Superman doesn't exist because Superman is in some... Uh, because he landed earlier than and, he was supposed to. Right. And they fucking grab him in some... Uh, yeah. So it's pretty badass. I was like all this stuff and I'm going, see, this would work. This would totally work. They have another one called Apocalypse, hmm? which is fucking terrific because it starts out with the world already being shit. And when you see the backstories, because the Justice League fucked up, you know? And so now they're trying to fight for the survival of this shit with Doom and all that. That to me works. Why couldn't you make a movie out of that? <laughs> I think you're, I, and, that's that, and this is the debate we have that DC does a better job with animated movies than Marvel does. Because if you watch all the Marvel animated shit, doesn't it doesn't hold a candle next to these guys? It, it doesn't now. But movie wise, Marvel does better movie wise than the DC movies because they're better organized. But are they good movies? Uh, I mean, I, I was never growing up. I was never very, with the exception of Spider Man. I don't think I was very intrigued with any other characters. I really didn't care for Captain America. I didn't. I mean, I liked the Hulk. I'll, I'll say that. I, I liked the Hulk. Hulk, uh, Hulk Hogan. Uh, the Incredible Hulk was really I'm a character. Say wrong, that, then I yeah, wrong fucking shit. But Hulk Hogan was really one of the you know, Hulk Hogan again. Um, the Incredible Hulk was really one of the the characters that I really liked. Yeah. But they never made a decent movie out of the guy. Even now Hulk? they couldn't make out of one. Yeah. Well, because uh, Hulk is owned by Universal. Yeah, but it's still a fucking. Uh, and uh, they don't want to play nice with uh, Marvel, these uh, Disney. Well, that's fucked up. But still. I mean the spider, the last Spider Man I thought was pretty damn good. That so, was actually a really good movie. Yeah, but but, but I wasn't a big fan of the Avengers or anything like that because I I used to like the Justice League. That was okay. that was what I used to like, you know. But um, but if you compare Justice League movie to the um, Avengers movies, because like you said they're better organized. Yeah, they are. They they have better. I, I guess you would say mm, that they better. have a better plot. I mean because in this one you have uh, you have a uh, uh, Steppenwolf and who the fuck. If you're not Steppen into Wolf the comics, like, Steppenwolf was like a German band, right? Yeah, but yeah. Well, <laughs> no, Steppenwolf was actually a German novel written by Hermann Hesse. They were a band that created the term heavy metal in the song "Born to Be Wild." Born to be wild. That was a band called Steppenwolf. Okay. And then you have this character. But see, that's the thing. Unless you're a fucking total deep dive comic book fan, who the fuck is Steppenwolf? <laughs> This you, is true. You know, Do- you know Doom. You know Lex Luthor, which would have been like the logical choice to to go with, because yeah. of, because those were the two guys that formed the the Legion of Doom. So why would you go with this guy? <laughs> and then you have this outrageous story of fucking three boxes and blah blah blah. Mother boxes. Exactly. Bro. It's like what the fuck? That, see, that's where they fuck up. Yeah. You know, that's where that's where they fuck up. The origin stories. The uh, oh shit, I fucked. Oh, no. I mean, you didn't fuck up, did no. you? The origin, the origin stories that have worked for for DC have been the Batman's and they've been the original Superman. Those origin stories work terrific. Yeah, but, you but you can't keep retelling the same. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Story. They haven't done that with the Superman movies, except with the Man of Steel when they re-released that. With Kevin because it was like, yeah, because there was a whole reboot. That was the only time they ever did that. But with Batman, I know there's been what like three or four different uh, uh, um, origin stories going into that. Yeah. Or, or they, or they've mentioned it because even with the Ben Affleck one, he goes back, remember, and he sees Martha's grave, and you know, how do you know my daughter? It's not your mother, save motherfucker. Martha, save yeah. her name. 
What did you say? Exactly. It's like, it's like you know what it was. You know what I knew? Yeah. It reminded me of Christian Bale's Rachel. <laughs> Rachel. Yeah, Rachel. What is it about women's names? They just gets these guys riled up. I don't know. Riled up. Riled up. Martha. Rachel. <laughs> it's it's. You know, and, and that's where I think they fell. I mean, how many times can you do that with Batman? If they do that again with this fucking asshole playing Batman, the the, the Robertson kid, you know, because so, I think they're going to do a whole origin story again. No, so Pauly, this is taking place. He's already a year into his shit. Is it? So it's called year one. But you know, oh, so it's based on the comic book it's, year so one? It's, so it's based on year one and a little bit of something else. That You know what they're, they're comparing it to? Seven. This is like almost like a like a fucking detective serial killer thing. Yeah, well, and I it mean, kind of gives me those vibes. Like, have you seen those trailers? It mm. gives me the seven type vibe, with the whole Riddler and him having like, the Riddler plays fucking. Uh, what was what was the villain in seven? The guy, the actor. Yeah, Ken, Kevin Spacey. Yeah, rest in peace, that guy. <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> Let's be honest, though. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know. That that's that's uh that's a high order what you're saying that's a that's a that's it a, is that's a bold statement because seven is a terrific is, fucking film I, we saw it last week yeah. before we started we did the show yeah exactly that's a great fucking film I, I it's getting me kind of like that type of vibes so uh, I'm like a, okay that's a, that's a bold statement my friend that's like when they see that's always the kiss of death when you compare it to a great film that's when you say the greatest gangster films is The Godfather yeah you already know is that, really that. Know? exactly you're like. Eh. If you could rank gangster movies, Godfather would be number one. Yes. I say Goodfellas. Who is the second gangster movie you would rank? Oh, second, number two would be Goodfellas? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, Godfather's number one, no hands yeah, down. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Number two is Goodfellas. I don't know. I, I think that Who the go- fuck I, would you rank? I think Godfather 2 gives it a run no, for No, but money. when I say Godfather, I mean You the mean whole, the whole three, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, I'm okay. about to say, no, no, no. All right, the, the whole thing. Okay, I'll give the you that. The whole saga. Okay, okay, I'll give Even you that. Even the coda, the all whole right, saga, uh, dude. All right, all right, I'll give you that. Okay, Godfather number one. Right. Goodfellas number two. I would actually contest that with Fuck another me. with another Martin Scorsese film that he did back in the early 80s called Mean Streets. That's a really good fucking gangster film if you want to talk about it. Okay, know, okay. You know, a Mean Street. Um, one that I wouldn't even put in my top 10 would be The Departed because as much as everybody loved it'd it. It'd be outside. It'd be outside. Like, it'd yeah. be like number 11, 12 yeah. in my list but if, I, if we do a gangster. Right. But Goodfellas, definitely Goodfellas would be the, in my top three somewhere. It's fucking yeah. It's fucking I say terrific. top two, but you say top three, okay? Yeah, but I mean it's terrific. It's a it's a go- the the only the only reason I would kind of drop it a little bit is because Mean Streets didn't lose something when a character died, and Goodfellas did. Oh, with uh, Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci. When Joe Pesci croaks in that, it's a whole. And my wife likes the movie after Pesci dies. How do you like the movie when Pesci dies? I don't know. Pesci makes that fucking movie. That's like saying you like the Beatles after Pete Best was dropped. <laughs> <laughs> Before Pete Best was told to to, to depart, <laughs> it's me pulling on this thing. So yeah. Okay, number three, who do you got? So uh, I okay. put Goodfellas. You put Mean Street. I put Mean Streets, uh, Goodfellas. So Goodfellas would Goodfellas. be number three. So number number so number so you got Godfather, Mean Street, and Goodfellas as your right, top three. Right. So my number three would be uh, American Me. That's a good one too. So a, I would probably say Casino up there too. Casino would be my fourth. Yeah, I would say Casino would be fourth for me as well. American Me would probably be fifth. Now, I'll tell you something else. As far as all like those Cholo films and stuff, I would probably even put I would probably put uh, a, a cool movie back in the day that you I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's called Boulevard Nights. Yeah, <coughs> I would put that, that one. Yeah, that I would one. put that slightly ahead of American Me. That was so that would be my five right there. I think. 
But I was gonna say Blood In, Blood Out. See that everything that came out after American Me, I I didn't really care for so much because it reminded me of what happened when Platoon came out. All of a sudden, uh, everybody came out with the Vietnam movie. Well, you know that Blood In, Blood Out's an answer to American Me because what happened with what, what almost did to those fucking guys, right? Right. When he got the death threat from the Mexican mafia. Yeah, yeah, of course. Because you, you know, because nobody gets raped. Nobody from the Mexican mafia ever gets raped in a fucking movie. And he said that that happened. And then when they said, "No, no, you didn't get permission," he had a death threat. So blood in, blood out. <laughs> it is the basically the redemption to the fucking Mexican mafia. Like, hey, Hollywood does not. You know how I always go the views and opinions tonight's episode. Right, right. Well, the views and opinions of American Me are only on Edgar James almost <laughs> not Hollywood. Here's blood in, blood out for you. And that was the answer. But did it need an answer though? See, that's what I'm saying because it you re- want to appease to the Mer- the Mexican mafia, Dude, bro. It, re- it retreaded a lot of the same things. Though. Yeah, that's, actually, that's did, the actually thing. did actually did. You know, the only difference is that yeah, yeah. The only difference is that you didn't see a fucking guy getting raped with you know on top of the rice, <laughs> the rice bags. You know, so I I did it did it really do? It's like for example, it, it happened with The Godfather as well. When The Godfather came out, all these fucking Italian gangster films all of a sudden became the thing. Yeah. One of the bigger ones was one with fucking a ridiculous fucking film that actually had a, a um, the Turk in it from the original movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a movie called The Dawn is Dead. That's with Anthony Quinn playing a Don who falls in love with a young woman. and so It's, it's a stupid fucking film. You know which movie I want to put? That Scarface. I will never put Scarface <laughs> in there. It's a, it's a gangster movie? It's a gangster movie, but not a very good one. No. No, I mean, because... I would put Carlitos Way, but Al Pacino sounds too Southern for being a Puerto Rican. I agree, but it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. That it kills me that he sounds like he's from the South. <laughs> Instead of a Puerto Rican from the Bronx. A pie, pie weekend, yeah. <laughs> um, no, because I would never put Scarface in there because I agree with what the Rumster once said. He it's said, a comedy. He said, if you look at it as a comedy, it's a terrific fucking film. <laughs> but if you look at it as a serious film, it's absolutely shit. Hey, did you hear they're trying to make Heat 2? Crystal was showing me a fucking thing. They said something. They're, they're, uh, I forgot what movie company is trying to make Heat 2. With who? Or How who? do you make a sequel? De Niro died. De Niro died. Al Pacino's now it's, in his 80s. And divorced in that fucking movie. Exactly. When he's going to his 20th divorce. Exactly. They're gonna bring uh, They're going to bring Natalie Portman back, you know, after two kids and shit. Like, hey. Yeah, how the fuck do you go with this? With Val Kilmer with his voice box coming back? I know how. Get back into the bank. Put your hands up. He's gonna he's gonna go after uh, was it uh, what's it, was it Natalie Jug no what's it yeah Ashley Jug Ashley Jug Ashley Jug yeah she's hot she was she well, I haven't seen recent pictures this broad this movie's twenty fucking years old my she friend. probably still she's aged better than fucking Val Kilmer well yeah this is true Val, Val Kilmer Al Pacino hey, De Niro she's Kilmer, aged better than everybody if Val Kilmer could come back and fly planes with Tom Cruise then you know why not she's aged better than fucking Apu. Because remember, Apu shows up in the movie. He's the one that's banging uh, Ashley Judd, remember? That's right. Yeah, dude. Apu. He's eight better than Apu, bro. Shit. Apu doesn't even exist anymore because of that shit, dude. Because, you know, cancel culture, dude. You can't fucking do anything nowadays. Let me look for Ashley Judd real quick. <coughs> look for her, dude. I think she still looks... I mean, she looks... I mean, she looks... Hot. She was always... I mean, she was. She wasn't a bad actress either. I mean, she was all right. Oh, never mind. Now, well, am I right? This is my like. Oh, God. Let me say. Let me say. I think I, I'm right. Ashley, what you do to your face? Let me say. God fucking damn it, dude. Dude. That does not. I got look. a limp dick off of this now. She looks awful, dude. She looks. She looks like she just. You know, like when your face swells after a boxing match. 
And then her hair looks obviously dyed. That shit fucking... Yeah, no, dude. Oh, no. Does. Yeah, yeah. She, does. she doesn't look good. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no. You know what? You know, I, I retract what I just said. About <laughs> <laughs> you know what she doesn't have anymore? That big ass! And your yeah, head's right up it! Chewed the scenery, but one of the best... That's the only scene where he really chews up the scenery. No, he does it again in the part where he visits the... When he goes to that club. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Give me all you got! Yeah, that's Give right. Give me all you got! That's it. Exactly. But but other than those two scenes, he's that scene with him and De Niro is actually kind Even of brilliant. Even though people said they weren't together? No, they were together. They were. Yeah, I mean, it was actually kind of brilliant, you know, that both of them just played it very cool. They didn't sit there and try to outdo each other. It was just... Very subtle scene, and mm-hmm. it was very, very effective. Very effective. So I want to save this last topic before we sign out because we're almost in the almost in the marker. What the fuck you talking about, dude? So I want to talk this because I, I thought about you when I heard this on a podcast. I was listening to Fighter and the Kid, uh-huh. and they brought it up. But those guys are Joe Rogan, uh, Dick Divers, uh, Neil Young. Fuck Joe Rogan. Neil That's Young all basically say. said he is pulling it. He, he actually did pull his music off of Spotify. Yes, yes they did that yesterday because of uh, Joe Rogan. And so uh, says Neil Young. Spotify chooses. Right. Joe Rogan, duh, removes Neil Young's music. Now, Neil fucking Young, though. Okay, let, let me let me preface because I, I actually thought about this on the way over here as I was. I love my Neil day. Young. Neil Young, as you know, is one of my biggest. Yeah, influences. and I remember yeah. that the rest of the reason I brought because that was part of the interview we did on Two Youths. Right, Neil Young is is absolutely one of the pillars of of me as far as music goes. I, the man's a fucking genius. But I think he knew collectively what he was doing because he knew that they weren't gonna fucking choose him over over. Uh, over um, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan for two reasons. Number one, you know, it's a business, so there's no integrity there. You know, uh, Neil Young has always been some one somebody whose model I follow because he will do anything that he feels musically. He doesn't have to conform to a style. He doesn't have to conform to a genre. Yeah. He does whatever he wants, and that's the thing that I want to emulate. If I feel like country one day and I want to write, that's what I want to do. You know, I don't have to fucking sit there and and you know conform because somebody does it. And again, regarded as one of the greatest singer-songwriters of all time. You know, that's just that's just a given. But, number two, Joe Rogan's an investment for Spotify. They've already given him $100 million. So it's an investment. What are they going to do? Fucking blow that to the wind and say, okay? You know? For Neil, Neil Young's catalog? Exactly. Because Neil Young's catalog is not going to generate $100 million a year. It's not. No. You know? Um, even even at his height, it probably wouldn't do that much. You know, it's a it'll give him a substantial a substantial uh, jump. But but, it, but, it, but my thing is this though: is Joe Rogan even making that type of like? Is he really getting that many fucking viewers? I know when he was on YouTube, you looked at all the shit he was getting fucking a lot of people. It, the, the reason he left because YouTube kept censoring his shit, right. and Spotify goes, "Hey, come over here. We got this big boatload of fucking money for you. Right. Come here." Well, here's the See, thing. He, he can have a fucking ass clown on the show, and it won't fucking matter because he gets that check from Spotify no matter what, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Now, now here's the thing of why of why um, it's outrageous what what uh, what happened and stuff, and and why Neil Young's point is even greater now now that they pull this stuff. Um, Neil Young said that the reason he left is because they he was uh, Joe Rogan was spouting a bunch of misinformation. Which he is, yeah. you know, and and regardless of where you sit on the fence of this stuff, it's misinformation. Plain and simple, you have a right to your opinion. Terrific, 
but preface it like we do the rambling alcoholics that this is not for the easily uh, offended. Or and number two, Joe Rogan is not a medical doctor who should be spouting out advice to you, because if somebody did do exactly what he said, and dies, you think Joe Rogan's going to take any responsibility? Of course not. He's going to sit there and say, "Oh, well, then you should have gone to your doctor because my doctor said this and this and this." Well, he says that Iver that dewormer thing was what helped him out. He said he had been sick for a couple of days before he went to the doctor, and that the thing helped him recover. Well. Maybe you were already in recovery mode before you took that shit, you know? And then he took that uh, that other Clara Closer or whatever that crap is. Let's be frank. Joe Rogan is a mediocre fucking comedian, the most annoying one of the fucking uh, announcers on UFC. What? You think he's great? I think he's what I, he has. The fuck? What, you think fucking Daniel Cormier and the other guy are better? No, I don't think that Daniel Cormier is the other guy. The skinny guy with the beard, I think, is pretty good. I forgot what his name He's is. He's not bad. Uh, John, John, no, John Anik. I think so, yeah. I think that's John it. John Anik. Yeah. But the guy previously him was better. Yeah, yeah. He's in Bellator now. Yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That guy was fucking... The, yeah, the, he was that voice. Yeah, but but Joe Rogan annoys me. He's too much of a fucking fanboy out there and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and, I'll and give so, him that. He's a, he's too much of a fanboy for exactly. these fighters. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and his comedy is okay. I mean, he wasn't that fucking great comedian. I've seen a special. I've never laughed. Exactly. So, so and number two, you're not a fucking medical doctor. That's the that's the argument that he said it is okay. That's you have your right to say whatever you want, but you should preface that by saying, "Hey, I'm not a medical doctor. I wouldn't advise you to do this without the fucking uh, guidance of your." You medical. should be conscious that exactly you have medical, a million followers of your medical, and people exactly. are fucking stupid to listen to what you exactly. Say. Instead, he sits there and spouts out and just thinks that he's going to fucking get away with it. You know, at one time, arsenic was considered good for you when you you know. <laughs> at another time. Cocaine in your coke was considered to be something that made you feel yeah. better, right? Another the time, fuck? another time, you know, toxic amounts of, of mercury were given to you as some sort of detoxer. Mm. So, so let's not let's not sit here and 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 uh and hide behind the fact that oh my doctor prescribed it. If your doctor's prescribing you that, you should pick, you should be uh you know second guessing his opinion and his expertise. Number one, right? You don't sit there and give shit that isn't made for this kind of fucking thing. And just because you feel better after fucking recovering for a couple of days before you saw a doctor doesn't mean that this is the gospel for everybody else. Shit. Uh, I read a bi- I read the biography of of um of uh Sandy Koufax a long time ago. Yeah. Right? His autobiography. His first 5 years in the major leagues he struggled. Struggled because he was just this kid with a fucking arm like nobody had ever seen, but he couldn't control it. Right? And so one day, he was so depressed about the whole thing that he got really, really drunk, woke up the next day, and pitched lights out. So he started doing that. Before he fucking would take them out, he'd go and get himself fucking drunk as fuck, right? Until a coach pulled him aside and said, hey, that's not the way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. It wasn't until sometime later that after he quit that shit that, that somebody just worked on his mechanics and said, hey... This is what you're doing wrong, and fix him. Became one of the greatest pitchers that ever that baseball ever saw, you know. Joe Rogan, giving this kind of advice on shit that we know doesn't work for this stuff. And here's the difference, for those of you who are going to come on and say this crap. But the difference is this: back in the days when people were using arsenic, mercury, yeah. all this other stuff, we didn't know. It wasn't until later that we found out, going, "Oh shit, this isn't this isn't as good as we thought it was." Lead paint. We know now 
that this shit that he was taking isn't good for you, isn't made for this kind of stuff. Mm. Why spout that? That's the that's what Neil Young was saying, and this is why I respect the guy. You know, he's sitting there going, "Hey, you have a right to your opinion. That's fine, but you're fucking misinforming your audience." Because again, let's just say some guy that works at a super healthy supermarket, Stock boy, yeah. yeah, who who is is a big fan and thinks he's going to be on there in a couple of years, decides to take his medical advice. We all hope he does exactly, and he croaks. I mean. You know, you and I wouldn't shed a tear, no. but <laughs> I'd piss know. in the grave. Yeah, but it, but say he croaks. Yeah. Do you think for a minute that Joe Rogan or his show or Spotify are going to take responsibility for no. that? Of course they're not. But then, then the question becomes: Do you be when does the when does a podcaster or comedian artist become responsible about stuff like you? Spot, we, you like like our slogan is "Drink responsibly, we won't." Exactly. That's the thing. Drink. We're we're we're, we're, we're advocating. But if I go, but if I said the opposite, am I am am I at fault? I mean, are we at fault? That I go, hey guys, go get shit faced this weekend because we are. That's exactly. And someone go get shit faced and crashes well, exactly into a what, fucking pole and dies. That, that, am I responsible? Well, that's exactly why we don't say it. Here, here's another thing. The reason that we put up the 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 whole slogan when I told you, hey, maybe we should have a thing where it says, you know, not for the easily offended or whatever. Because people got offended. Yeah, because we were getting a bunch of tech or, or messages from people. Hey, man, you guys are doing this and fuck you and what do you guys think you are? To me, the answer is very simple. If you don't like what we're doing, move on. But in an effort to to stop hearing those fucking messages all the time that's why we put that thing on yeah. there if this is if you're easily offended this is not the show for you you know this just isn't the show for you so move on whatever critique you have we're gonna wipe our ass with it because we told you that this is offensive yeah. so get the fuck out of our face plain and simple now if joe rogan was to sit preface this shit by saying hey i'm not a medical doctor before you try this shit that i tried talk to your medical Consult, professional yeah. Then I would be a little more lenient about it. He hasn't. You know, but he doesn't. He takes us, oh, no, he thinks that this whole thing is shit. You know, same thing with fucking Bill Maher, who went on his fucking show last week and said that he's tired of the fucking isolation and all this other crap. Bill Maher was on his show? Bill Maher has his own show. He yeah. Has a, he has that show on, on, on what is it, HBO or whatever? Yeah, Real Time. I love Bill Real Time. Wait, right. but Bill Maher was on Joe Rogan? No, he was not. He said oh. this on his own show last week where he said huh. that he's tired of the fucking... Uh, isolation or whatever it is, you know, the, the whole Bill Maher, I don't give a flying fuck what you are tired of or not. The reason why this thing keeps fucking spreading the way it does is because of assholes like you who are fucking tired of this shit and are going to go out and just fucking forget about it because you're tired of it. You want to fucking like not have this around? Let's all collectively as a society say, hey, you know what? Let's fucking just get this fucking thing done so we can go and fuck about it again. But no, Bill Maher's fucking tired, dude. You know what, Bill Maher? Fuck you. Joe Rogan? Well, fuck ma- you. <laughs> ma- well, maybe they want to do what Europe is doing, which is saying, hey, fuck it, just go about your day, guys. Not some of the Slavic countries who are keeping that fuck- those fucking numbers low. I mean, they- they're locking down and they're saying, nah, not here. And that's why they have some of the lowest fucking death rates in the, in the country. As a matter of fact, um, I think it was Norway or some fucking country, or Sweden, they had to learn that lesson the hard way. As a matter of fact, Conspiracy Boy was all touting him. See, Sweden was doing this. No sooner had those words come out of his mouth, all of a sudden, huge fucking outbreak in Sweden. <laughs> and they had to sit there and lock down on that shit. Hey, listen, man. You know, science is what it is. You know, they're not here to sit there and appease people. They're not sit. It's not, 
you know, I, I remember one time with, with conspiracy where he says, oh, science is the search for truth. No, it isn't. It's not the search for truth at all. What it is is just a discovery, an exploration of what makes things work. Yeah. And that's it. That's how you gain knowledge because now you know how things work. It's not after the truth or the lie or who's this. Or, it doesn't give a fuck about all that shit. It's not an easy process. It's not a pleasant one. It's actually quite a boring one. But what science does get right gets right, well, I would say, in the high 90s. Uh, that Iver, that dewormer, I can't even pronounce it, that dewormer, yeah. and that other chloroclaba, whatever that shit was, before that, don't work. Why stick that shit in your brain? Why promote it? Because it worked for him, bro. Yeah, it works for him. He even has a hundred million. Then say the that it worked for me. Instead of sitting going out there saying, you know what, this works. This is the answer. Blah blah. Fuck you. Jesus, bro. So yeah, I mean, I thought about it. Now I have to fucking sit there and find another platform to listen to my Neil Young records because of this fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> So, I kind of knew you were going to get heated on this one, bro. Yeah, because fuck, dude. Neil Young's the man, dude. So, you and know, I, I I wish I could fucking log out here with a... With a I mean, you can't even write out... I can't. I can't fucking do it. Let me... Hold on. Let me see if I can find Neil Young on Apple. <laughs> let me give me... No, they, they're promoting his ass on Apple. You know what they're saying now? The new home of Neil Young. <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> hold on. Let me, see, let me see right now. Hold on. Yeah, dude. Put some rocket in the free world if you can fucking find it. Uh, uh, hold on. Come on, dude. Come on, bro. Well, they do have New Young. I'm sure they're promoting his ass left and right right now. All right. Yeah. There we go. So we good for this hour? Yeah, we're good for this hour, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. We're going to take a quick fist break, do all that good shit we like to do. So, uh, Neil, send us off. Bound to keep on riding, dude. I got those in five fights. Well, you know why, dude? Because he's not the midnight rider, dude. Almond Brothers, one band I regret never seeing. Yeah. One of my favorite bands of all time. Every time I he- I heard that, I always hear that name. Like I got Almond Brother tickets, bro. Like Almond Brothers. Hey, there was a fucking fuck. band called the Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers. I forgot what movie I heard them in. They they mentioned them. And I'm like, oh, they, they're in almost famous. Almost famous. That's when he's trying to sneak in. It's a uh, the Almond Brothers and Black Sabbath on the same ticket. Now that would have been a fucking show to go see. I mean, I mean, Almond Brothers and Black Sabbath on the same ticket. It was rock and roll, baby. 
That's before. That's before before people started breaking shit down into genres. Yeah. You're rocking out of the Almond Brothers one second, and you're fucking jamming yeah. out to Ozzy after that. Is that when you lived as Lesser Banks, right? In your old, and you're like, correct. Oh, in your past life, before you reincarnated as Mr. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> you're Lester Banks. <laughs> I'm Lester Banks, man. You know what? You know what your assignment is for next week, man? Thousand words. <laughs> you know, thousand words on you know. BTS. <laughs> I'll print it. The fuck. Fuck that. Fuck BTS, dude. How are you gonna hate that? What? BTS is alright. No, really. No, they're not. My daughter doesn't even like him anymore. Oh, she tuned out. Finally. She tuned out, dude. It was a phase. It's a phase. Of course, it's a phase. You know, but man, one of the pictures where she's smiling from ear to ear that I have wait, that I love man, about her. Wait, why, why did she like him? Be, why did she stop liking him? Because she realized they're all committed suicide and they were just replacing another agent with another agent? <laughs> <laughs> they all look alike, so let's just keep replacing well, we them. Were, we were actually talking about that because she asked me why I like the Beatles or why I like some of the bands that I like, right? Yeah. And I told her why. I told her because most of the bands that I like, with the exception of, say, like, you know, certain exceptions like... Like, say, the Sex Pistols only released one record, right? But, like I told her, to me, it's just because they, you know, most of the bands that I like went through phases where, you know, they changed their music, they changed their style, they were exploring, they were experimenting. Like, oh, BTS, to me, sounds like, you know, and I think, and I think this is kind of where it's happening to you, they sound the same now than they did, you know, off their first record. And she was like, yeah, that's pretty much true. So, you know, that that's her that's her reasoning. She just got bored. Just I mean, it gets tired of listening to the same old shit. Hold on. Well, I mean, when you're when you're when you rock when you're, you know, there's certain bands, there's certain bands where, where that's acceptable. For example, like ACDC. You know, okay, yeah, yeah. you know ACDC. You're not fucking listening to them to find deepness or anything like that. You're there to just rock the fuck out and have a good time. You know. This is true. Black Sabbath went through a period. I mean, they were fucking heavy and shit, but they went through a period where they were experimenting and coming out with some good tunes and stuff, you know? Yeah, they always had good tunes, but I'm saying, like, you know, they were advancing themselves. Again, ACDC is not that bad. If you're looking to fucking feel empowered, meditation, you know, we love life, ACDC ain't the band for you. No, it's actually not. <laughs> you know? But I'll tell you what, they fucking rock and roll, dude. At a concert where you got drunk with uh, the former host and didn't see half of it. What a waste. No, I tuned in to Thunderstruck. And uh, and Thunderstruck. You know what? He sang Thunderstruck to me, dude. He looked right down at me in that in that I, in that fifth row and looked at me and said, "You bitch, Thunderstruck." And I'm like, "God damn!" And, you know right. and then and, and then he licked, Then he secretly went over to to his manager and goes, "Yo, is that my gardener? <laughs> how did he get tickets that front? How, how that close? How did he get tickets for the show? <laughs> yeah, how did he get the tickets this front?" <laughs> This well, close. Well, Braun, you must be paying him pretty well. It's right there to the left. Yeah. You must be paying him pretty well. I ain't got ticket boxes in here. I got to fire him. And then, you know what? The thing is, he probably went back home and fired his gardener because of you. <laughs> yeah, are you fucking happy, dude? There was a gardener that lost his job because of you. Hey, you know what? Rock and roll, dude. Oh, the fuck is the rock and roll that a poor gardener lost his job because of you, bro? Well, you know why, dude? Because it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stupid. So, so so tell me what happened that day. But what day? The, the day we you went to go see uh, ACDC. What about it? What the fuck you want to know? Well, I what are you inquiring on? I am inquiring specifically on the on the fact where you and uh, the former host decided to puke all over the place. And I did, not him. He puked. 
No, I did. You puked. So what happened? Because if you did, and you were sitting there trying to recover the whole time, you missed a hell of a show. Because I tell you what, I was fucking... I tuned in the Thunderstruck. But that was like about... That was like about 20 minutes in. What the fuck were you doing before that? Throwing up. They started off with five songs off of Black, off of Back in Black. I don't remember. To be honest, it was a blur. So we, what dra- we were drinking beer. Hold on. <sighs> Sounds nice. Now? Yeah. Now we can eat. Yeah, we can eat. Sounds like we're freaking popping each other's assholes. <laughs> um, no, so we, we drank. So I forgot the fuck we drank that night. 211. We drank 211. Ugh, no wonder. And then. um. And then uh, Fur bought, had a Bacardi 151. Oh. And we took a couple, we took oh, two shots a piece. Oh. No wonder. And then we get there, and then we order the tall cans of the Modelos. So I'm like, so I'm like, um, I'm 211 in, two shots of Bacardi 151. Honestly, it's a 211 that did it, dude. Because that mole, shit's garbage. The that mole, is yeah, just yeah, fucking it is, garbage. It is, it is. And so I didn't eat nothing besides lunch that day. So I had nothing in my system besides lunch and three cups of coffee. So I was like, all right, cool. And so I did my thing, and that was, and that's what happened. Like, I got so, to the... So before the show started, you were already out. Ugh, you suck. Yeah. You, you missed out. I tell you that much. Because that show... Did was, I really, though? Yes, you did, really. Absolutely. Mr. Lou was jumping around for two hours, yeah, two and, and a half got, hours. Yeah, and you got the Gardner fired. So, what, I mean, who hey. lost? I didn't lose shit. I gained, dude. The fact that that gardener lost this his job. smells like a michelada. It smells good. It smells good. No, no, it wet my beak. <laughs> nah, dude, that was one of the best shows I've ever seen, man. Right? Even the ex was sitting there. Even the ex was jumping around. The ex was jumping around. <coughs> my ex-sister-in-law and her boyfriend were all jumping around. It was fucking awesome, man. It was a fucking just rock and roll, dude. But it is. That's what rock and roll does. Yeah, you know everything has a blur. All I remember is when we had to go eat afterwards. Oh, uh, I know. That's how I remember. All I know is that I was getting pissed because um, we parked at Union Station, and it was a sold-out show. So you know everybody. In, uh, that's when all these fucking assholes do because you know the 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 buses from Union Station to the stadium, they have their own special lane, right? But the fucking cops are sitting there kicking everybody out of the goddamn lane because all the, everybody everybody wanted to get into that lane because he saw that it was empty they, and so the so it got jammed, and so instead of the cops kicking everybody out at first, they were giving him tickets, which jammed the fucking thing even more. <laughs> Gotta meet a quota, man. Gotta meet the quota. Fuck, I bet you they met quota there like from here to who knows how long, dude. But it was it was it was a hell of a show. It was just fucking awesome. I mean, it's a blur, to be honest. That's some, that's upsetting that you would think it's I just remember, a blur. I remember I needed to go pee, <laughs> and I walk into that bathroom and it smelled bad, and of it made course. me want to yak. And yeah. I, and then and I couldn't throw it because the stalls were occupied, so I went outside to a trash can and just fucking threw it all out there. And I I was there for like five minutes. So you threw up your two cups of coffee, your uh, whatever I had for lunch that day, the Bacardi One Fifty One and the PBR. And the modelo, and I'm throwing up, and and I vaguely remember someone telling me like, "Yo, you know, security, if security sees you, they're gonna fucking throw you out." Yeah, they're gonna throw you out. Yeah. And so I try to like throw as much as I can, and then I walk up, and I just look like shit. And then I just sat down, and I knocked the fuck out. Like I, I was like, I need to go to sleep, ladies and gentlemen. And then I woke up for thunderstruck though. The cult leader decides he's gonna go and fall asleep during a whole ACDC concert. He just heard one song. I probably heard more. I just don't remember. Zone Shark is the only thing that pops up in my mind. 
That was like one of the first six, seven songs they played. Because they started off like playing like four or five off of uh, Back in Black. Look, bro, I don't, that's the only one. They probably, I probably remember the rest. But you gotta remember, it's coming in spots right now, dude. It's coming like little, <laughs> little by little, dude. How could you, dude? It's ACDC, dude. That's it's coming. It, it's, you know, the memory's coming back. That's like, that's like a Christian saying they fell asleep doing a speech by Jesus. <laughs> all I remember is saying he's breaking bread. That's all I remember. All I remember, there was some fish. And then the next thing, he's being hung. He's being crucified. I don't know what the fuck. Next thing you know, he's on a cross. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck did I miss? Um, yeah, what the fuck? I, that's all I remember. Even that, that taught me a lesson. It did. Which I never learned until like later on. Never drink 211 at No, ne- never go out, never go to an event with Danny. That's what I learned. But it took me like two other events to learn it. So so why would you say that? Because he, his objective is just to get you drunk? It, no, his objective is to get fucked up. But why? What is so good about getting I fucked don't, up? I don't know. You know what? I, I, I like to drink. Mind you, I, I love to drink. You know, we, we, do this, we do this every Friday. Right, yeah, we're, 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 we're fucking, you know, fucked up as hell by the end of it. But I don't want to get fucked up. I don't how, want to wake up how tomorrow. Long ago, how, how long ago was that concert? That was about seven years ago. Shit. Okay. That was that in was my like, mid-20s. Yeah, that was in in, uh, in at Dodger Stadium. Okay. Yeah. That was a hell. I was, I was, I like, was, in my, I was like in my late 20s. I was five rows up, my friend. I was five oh, rows man, up was from up the stage. I mean, from what I remember, the seats look good. Yeah, the fucking... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> from, what I remember, from what I remember, the seats, the seats look pretty badass. <laughs> Who bought the tickets that day? Was it you or did uh, the, the cousin buy them? Because other no, that, fur bought them. Okay, because if it was the cousin, you know that that he would have charged you twenty percent over ticket price, right? <laughs> so, no, no. So, so I was what my late twenties. You know, just wanted to have a good time, and I did it with. I did it there. I did it at Dodger Stadium because this was the second outing I had with because I went to Dodger Stadium with him. To watch the Dodger game, then we went to this one. Oh yeah, let's let's remember that Dodger. <laughs> that one I was okay. I just smelled like a hobo. I smelled like a hobo in that one. Yeah, but didn't you say that? that, that you... you know what? I should have just learned my lesson. It's like that uh, George W. Bush thing. Shame on you. <laughs> and I, how was it again? <laughs> sure. Uh, 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 like the saying goes, it's like you know, first time shame on me, and second time, just shame. No, you can't. You can't fool him twice. You can't fool him twice. That was me. Okay, so the first time I went... Can't fool him twice after the first time and shit. Yeah, exactly. That guy was an idiot. He was. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Was he really an idiot, though, compared to, like, the last idiot we had? The last idiot was just a complete unremorseful idiot. You know what he was? He's like all that, all those conspirators and shit who is so un, unforgivingly stupid that he's proud of his stupidity and flaunts it like a badge of honor. Yeah, you know, and and at least at least Bush, who again I wasn't a big fan of, but he he realized that he was a, he was like prone to blunders, and try to maintain like a sense of humor about it. You know, it was like that one time when he was where was it in China or somewhere or Germany where he couldn't open the doors because the doors were props, so he just stood there like an imbecile, like oh, <laughs> yeah. <I'm never. laughs> hey, but he had quick reflexes because somebody threw a shoe at his ass and he dodged it. Yeah. He did a whole Mayweather on there. <laughs> Gave it a shoulder roll. That's true, that's true, that's true. So, okay, so the Dodger game, we went to the Dodger game. Uh-huh. We had Foster's Australian for beer. Yeah, I know what it is. I know, I'm just like uh, saying Australian yeah. for beer. Australian for beer. I had, I had one it's of those. beer, not beer. Beer. And, and then we had a couple Modelos. It looked like fucking oil cans. Yeah. We had a couple Modelos in there, and then we had garlic fries. 
And then we got we had a couple more drinks. And then we went to then after the game we went to Buffalo Wild Wings to have more beer and some more wings and I ordered the spicy garlic. So I, I already had garlic fries, malt liquor in my system, and I had spicy garlic. You smelled like an Italian chef. <laughs> no, but what made it worse was the malt liquor. Ugh. Why do you drink that cheap, shitty fucking provide? That was then, dude. I was like, what, 27? Why do you drink that shit? I, you know you know what? No, that's not forgivable because I always told you that he buys the cheapest, shittiest fucking beer. Look, man, I was trying to get half a good time. So that was one. That was strike one. How could one. you have a good time if you're going to be fucked I up? I know. That was, okay, and strike two was ACDC. And then strike three was one of the... I went to a Galaxy game with him. And... uh so I guess he knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy. <laughs> they did the whole like chance a little in the little stands. So they pre-game them outside. They pre-game them outside. So we're drinking, playing beer pong. Hashtag I'm still undefeated in beer pong. <sighs> so we're fucking playing, and I'm drinking some beer. I'm having a good time, and I'm getting a little tipsy. So I stopped drinking. So, and one of the and one uh, one of the times I got up to go take a piss. So I took a piss and I got a call from from my wife. Uh huh. And I couldn't hear a goddamn thing in the game. So I, I'm walking around, and I made the wrong turn, and I exited the fucking arena. I didn't have the ticket. Fucking chumps it. And I'm hitting him up, and nothing. I'm like, fuck. Luckily, this was the second half. So I was like, it wasn't... I was already... Because they don't let you in without the fucking shit, right? So I'm walking around the fucking arena waiting for the fucking game 10, and I'm texting Danny, hey, fat fuck, let me come over to give me the tickets that I, I can't get in. Nothing. So I'm like literally sitting around. And I'm, I'm kind of like walking it off because I'm tipsy as fuck. Right. As soon as the game ends, everyone's like, oh, it's the greatest game. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I, was, I wouldn't fucking know, right? Right, of course. And so we're driving, and I don't know where I fucking wanted to throw up. And the thing was, we ate we ate some nasty-ass fucking tacos inside the fucking the, the, the StubHub Center. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we're discovering that the cult leader what? is a throw-up hack. I know, right? When it comes with him, because we're here, I don't throw up. So I literally threw up on the. Well, so what freeway do you take to get back to Downey? Is the four or five, right? No, that's no, the one, the, the ninety-one, the one, or the, the yeah, it's the ninety-one to go to the stadium. Okay, so I threw up on the ninety-one freeway. Oh wow! I literally stuck my head out and threw up. So someone got vomit. Someone got cult leader vomit. So, <laughs> so we get back to his place. I, as soon as I threw up, I felt way better. Uh huh. You know how that feels. You, yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. So I felt way better. I'm like, fuck yeah. So we get back to his place. I want to go home. It's like, it's like five o'clock. I'm like, I get home. I'm going to make myself a sandwich and I go home. I'm going to go to sleep to get ready for going to work the next day. Right. It's a, it's a Sunday game. And I go, hey, um, and I'm looking around because I left my, I left my keys at, uh, the animal's house. Yeah. Fucking keys. You your keys. And I go, where are my keys? Fucking chubs. I'm hiding them from you. Why? You're drunk. I'm like, bitch, you're drunker than me. Give me my fucking keys. I go, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I'm hungry. Fucking give me my keys. You're drunk. You're drunk, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to let you drive like that. And I'm like, I'm not drunk. Give me my keys before I knock you out. Exactly. I told him, give me my keys before I knock you out. You're not going to knock me. And he got it right in my fucking face. I'm like, I'll lay you the fuck out in front of your dad. Give me my fucking keys. Danny Sr. stepped in. And he's like, just give him the keys. Yeah, what the fuck? No. So you know what this cocksucker does? What? He calls my mom and tells him that I'm a belligerent drunk and made my mom cry, pleading with me not to drive not to drive drunk back home. What the fuck is wrong with him? 
And get, I'm like, he gets all fucking moralistic, man. You're a fucking. I'm like in my, I'm in my fucking thirties at this time. I would have knocked him out cold, and I would have told. Oh, I him, wanted to. Yeah, no, I wanted so to. My he ass. was like, no, you're not gonna leave it till you eat. I'm oh, like, like fuck then, you. Then fine, fine. I go. You're not my mother. I go. Let's get something to eat. Let's go get something to eat. So we go get something to eat. I I ordered the most expensive shit. He paid, and I go, you're paying for it though. Oh. So I made him pay for it. I forgot what the fuck I I ordered a combo with this and that's what the extras on it. You you ordered the steak and lobster. It's what you did. And I ate it. I didn't even finish it just to fuck with them. I didn't even finish the fucking meal because I'm so mad. We get back to the place. Go, Can I get my fucking keys? He goes here. You know I'm just trying to help you. And I'm like fuck you. And I get in my car and I leave. And I drive home. Get home. So he's cocked. No, not knowing this. No, no, no. Well, here's the. I didn't know. He texts my wife that I was fucking drunk. He goes, as soon as I left, he goes, just give you a heads up. I tried to stop your husband, but he's driving drunk. Krista called me. What is wrong with you? And no, no, no. Because I had just started work for Sintas. Right, 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 right. And I'm like, I'm not drunk. I'm fucking tired. I go, I fucking yacked in the 91. I just ate right now. I'm fucking good. As soon as I get home, don't fucking talk to you. I'm going to go straight to bed. Right. And then she was like, so you're not drunk? I'm like, no. I'm fucking annoyed. The one that's drunk is the asshole that just texted you. <laughs> I go, he's that's drunk. drunk. <laughs> he's drunk. <laughs> and to this fucking day, he has never apologized. Even I told him, I would have never done that to you. I would have never called your mom and said, to this day, my mom thinks I have a drinking problem. Now, do I have a drinking problem? Yes, I do. But that's not the fucking point here. Shit, we made a podcast out of this. Yeah. <laughs> out of our, of our, out of our yeah. air quote problem. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, dude, he literally called my mom and made that woman cry. So why did he do that? Do, oh, because you, you guilt you into fucking go fuck him. And I didn't, and I, and I told him, I go, you, I goes, you take advantage of the fact that I fucking love you to death. Because if you were just a, if you were just a, a friend, I would have laid you to the fuck out and took my keys and go, yeah. and then I would have apologized for laying you out like a week later. But I would have done it because I was justified to do it. And then he's like, I was justified too. I was trying to protect you. Fuck you. Protect you from what? Driving drunk. I'm honestly even fucking drunk, dude. I was drunk last night when I did the, the podcast with Kickback. That's how drunk I was last well, night. Well the, well, the thing with it is that he's just like his dad. He's fucking stubborn as a motherfucker, you know, when it comes to shit because they always think they're right, you know? To this day, he's never apologized. Right. Go, Bro, I would have I fucking I let go, him out, took my keys and maybe t- I, took a I go, piss on his forehead. I appreciate And the then f- I would have told him, hey, little man. I'll tell you next week at the barbecue. <laughs> and, and I know, and, I, and like I told him, I appreciate the fact you were trying to take care of me. But the most low, like the low blow that you did yeah. was call my motherfucking mother. Yeah. You, that's what you don't fucking do. And then make that poor woman cry on the phone. Yeah, because your, mo- your mom's a fucking, she's like a sponge full of water. You squeeze it, you're yeah. going to get all the fucking that water. That pissed me going. more off. Yeah. Like, not the fact that he texts my wife. I give two shits if he texts my wife. Yeah, because your wife is cool with you. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I, get I give it. two shits. I give two shits that I that his friends think I'm an alcoholic because he's trying to make it seem like it. I give two shits that his dad thinks that. Fuck you called dad. my fucking mom and told him that you're trying to protect me because I'm trying to protect <laughs> His dad thinks you're an alcoholic? No, 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 no. No, the, he was the one telling him, give him the fucking keys already. Let him drive. <laughs> he was, and, and I know him. He wouldn't... He, that man's been drunk more yeah, times than me, he, and he knows. Yeah. He knows. He knows if you're good or not. Yeah, because him, because he's done to, more than just drink, and for, I know for, so. For him to <laughs> for him to tell his fucking son, give him the fucking keys. What does that say? That I was not fucking drunk. Exactly. So you're the one that was fucking. Well, he was the belligerent drunk. That's that's how he gets. He gets belligerent. He gets stubborn as a motherfucker, 
and then wants to sit there and, and, and pretend that he's right because it's a pride thing. Oh, I try to do this. I don't give a fuck what you were trying to do. Give me my fucking keys. <laughs> no, I was like, give me my yeah, fucking give me my fucking keys because you like, know what? I'm a grown adult. If I'm gonna go and smash myself somewhere, that's on me. No responsibility on you, bro. That's cool. That's, you know, when he was 12 years old, I would have done the same thing. Give me your shit because I'm going to take care of you. But you know what? Now you're a fucking grown man. See, I'm, you're a grown fucking man. So that was strike three. After that, I, I said to myself, this is the last time I go out to any fucking event with him unless Escaleto goes with me. And nowadays, if Penny goes with me, because I, I rather I rather go with those guys in a group with him because solo with his homies, I don't do it. I know because his homies worship the ground he walks on. Don't know why, but <laughs> he, he's the cult leader for that group. Yeah, that's 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 and, that's some low bar yeah, right there, dude. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, so that's a low bar. So to me, it's like little I, man. No, no, no offense, but that's that's low, dude. <laughs> and, I, and I told him, like, dude, ever since then, I don't fuck with you no more like that. Oh, it's because I was trying, to, and he still justifies it. And I'm like, there's no justifying, and, it. Th- and that's the problem. There's no need to justify. You were wrong. Just, just say so and move on. You're wrong about it. Yeah, I get it. You're trying to protect me. Like I, w- I would be cool if you did it. Right. Like if you told me, hey, you know what, bro? It, no, but the main thing is this: there's ways to approach it. Because he could have been like, hey, you know what? You think you look good, but you, to me, you look drunk. Do me a favor. Let's go get something to eat. Let's get some food in your fucking stomach. Right. And afterwards, if you if you still feel the same way, I'll give you your fucking keys. Let's just get something to eat. Well, number one, talk. T- Talk to me like a human being. Don't talk to me like you're trying to be my fucking dad or you're trying to be the fucking adult figure. Right. I'm fucking, I'm, dude, I'm fucking, I'm old. I, I think I've learned a couple of things. Well, you'd have never done that to me. No, I would never do it. You would have told me, like, hey, let's get something to eat. Let's, you know what? Drink this. Right. You would have sat me down and, con- like. Try- drink this shit first before you take off. Yes. That's what I would have said. All right, just do me a favor. Drink this shit before you take off, okay? Just kick back a little bit. I'll call your wife and let her know that you're with me. Say, say, like, like yeah. After the show, ladies and gentlemen, after the show, Mr. Luce is here for like at least 20, yeah. 30, almost an hour sometimes. Yeah. And Just to sober up. And I don't give a fuck. I know, I know it's going to be like, why didn't you kick him out? I'm like, bro, you know how much you drank that night? Even fucking kickback is amazing. You drink wine and beer. Yeah. I don't kick you out. I'm like, it's more like, if you're going to be here for now, it's fine. I'll fall asleep on your ass because I'm tired. But uh-huh. as long as I know that you're sobering up. Yep. Now, if I knew you were still drinking and drinking, I'd yeah. be like, you know, get the fuck out, bro. Yeah, because you're we're, not we're, learning your lesson. Right, because we're winding down. But yeah. I mean, for me, it's this way. And and, and, I'll, and I'm very frank about this. Here's the thing. I'm the oldest cousin, right? So, yeah, yeah, I looked after all of you guys at one time. But comes a fucking time, like Mr. Neil Young said in a song, comes a time when you guys got to be accountable for your own shit. I can't be fucking babysitting you guys all the time. That's why I have a daughter now, you know? I, I, I'll look after her, and the day will come. Should when I she'll, you? Yeah, well, she'll sit there and go, Dad, I can, I got this. And then uh, and then she'll have to be accountable for whatever she's yeah, got. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you were, I mean, if you were, like, do- drop dead where you couldn't even fucking stand, yeah, I would have sat your eyes down and said, hey, you know, kick back with me for a bit, you know? And that'll be cool. Or I'll drive you. You have he your keys. He could have fucking done that, you know, too. I, or I'll drive you. And I said, hey, you know what? Here's your keys, but I'm going to drive you, you know, keep, keep your car at my place. You know, your wife will pick it up tomorrow, and we're cool in the game. You know, you can sleep it off there. Everything is cool, right? But I'm not going to sit there and treat you like a kid because, my friend, you're not a kid anymore. Exactly. You're not a kid anymore. I, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and fucking be drunk as a motherfucker telling you, hey, you should have done it because you're drunk. That's hypocritical. You know what I'm saying? I'll be like this. Hey, I'll drive you. If I was sober enough, I'll drive you home. Or I'll call your wife. Hey, you know, 
you know, Whiskey J can't, can't handle it behind the wheel. Can you come pick him up? Or do you want, to want him to kick back here for a while? And we're cool. See, there there are so many options. Exactly. Now, now, if you if you're throwing up in my place, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't throw up. I'm good. No, but but I mean, I wouldn't sit there and do that shit because again, you're not 16, you're not fucking 15. You know what I'm saying? If I was, you're I, a grown I, fucking man, and if you decide that you feel that you're good behind the wheel, despite the fact that you obviously aren't, and you want to go and fucking smash yourself, that's on you. Am I gonna feel guilty about it? I'll feel a little sad. Like you'll say some nice things at my funeral. Exactly, I will. Yeah. I'll say, I told Whiskey J not to do it, but I treated him like a man. <laughs> and then my mom's like, oh, me, oh, me. ¿Por qué no lo paraste? And I'm going to look at her and say, ¿Y era adulto? Yeah. No, no to me, like, no. Like, ¿Qué putas, you know? <laughs> nah. Like, I, 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 this is the thing, and that's the thing with him. He thinks he's making the right judgment call, and he'll stick to it, even though he, I think wrong. deep down he knows it's wrong. But he won't fucking admit it. No, that's the thing. I don't think he thinks it's wrong. Because no, he doesn't to this because, day. Because 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 he's so hung up on the fact that he's always right. He's never wrong. Remember, never. And so that and, that's how it is. And this is before the show started. This is before we started <laughs> rambling, dude. Right. So this was so we, we've been doing rambling what four or five years now. Yeah. So this that this last incident I just told you guys was almost six years ago. That's the last time I hung out with them, like solo. Other than that, Escalator's been coming with me right. every day. I even told them, "Look, I'm not going to do it if you don't go." I told you the Hooter story. That's that's the last, yeah. and that was 20 some years ago. So I don't do it without him, I'm without like, Escalante or I, Penny. I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to sit here and fucking have you mooch off my ass. He did it at the uh, in Arizona where he just fucking walked out and left me with the bill. I'm like, fuck. You're, you're that. the one in the business trip. I was, but that was Put it on the company tab. No, no, Fuck no. Fuck no. with you, dude. Dude, and, I, and you know what? That night I did end up puking in my fucking room, too. I fucking... I, I, dude, I think he brings it out of you. I think yeah. he brings the puke out. Yeah, because I'm not a puker. If, if if The only time I'll puke is if I force myself to do it, you know? But as far as, like, puking on my own, I don't do that. So, but that night, I did. I fucking... I was, I was laying in bed, and I'm like, uh-oh. You feel it, right? You're like, uh-oh. Here it comes. Ran my happy ass to the fucking bathroom, dude. Hit that toilet right on time. And then I realized, I just paid for this fucker's drinks all night. <laughs> no, so I threw up on Mongo's car. Side. So his Honda on the side was so uh. fucked up. I apo- So a couple, a day, like two days afterwards, I go, you know what? So I text Mongo and I go, hey, man, I, I, I'm not bad if I threw up on the side of your car. Because I know there was the had to have been some vomit splatter. Of course. And he was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'm like, no, no, no. Um, let me let me uh, Venmo you money so you can wash your car, dude. Because I feel real bad. Of course. And he's like, no, don't worry about it. I'm gonna make fuck. I'm gonna make. Uh, I'm That's gonna make- not what he said. No, no, he did. No, no, he said no. this. Mongo. Oh yeah. Don't worry about it. He made Danny Mongo. pay for it. He made Danny pay. <laughs> he got his car detailed. He made Danny pay for. How did he do that? He told him it's your fault. He they told- fucking all know this fucker does. This fucker brings the alcoholism out of everybody. Because I even offered, like, dude, I'll Venmo you. Well, see, no, he didn't do that to me that night. Well, I was drinking on my own accord. He well, just he just stiffed me with the bill afterwards. Is what happened. Well, I, well, according to Mon- according to Mongo, he made fucking he made him pay for the car wash. Well, that's good. Because I, I I Venmo him the money and I go here, and I go here. Here's like sixty bucks, and he Venmo me back the sixty bucks. I'm like, bitch, that's for you to wash your car. Like, detail the fuck out of it. Because I know I threw up outside and I know I fucked up your upholstery. Like, just fucking go get it cleaned. And he's like, no, 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 I already had your cousin pay for it. I'm like, 
You did? He goes, yeah. I told him it was, it was his fault. Don't worry about it. Are we I, doing this? Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Are we doing questions or are we doing stories? But it's only like two and it's yours. <laughs> All right, fuck it. We'll do that one too. Well, what were the questions? The, yeah. uh, the, these questions you are you are accusing me of? The lamest fucking questions. That's what the fuck it is. The fans had no questions this week, huh? Not no. even Chilo, who's always fucking... Chilo's lagging it, dude. What the fuck, dude? Chilo, what happened, bro? No, but you know what? He he's uh he's been digging my stuff, so uh, I can't, I can't Well, you know what? He's digging your shit, but I don't give a fuck because he's not putting fan <laughs> questions though. <laughs> All right, so fan question number one is from Mister Lou. Who's this, Mister Lou? Who's this, Mister Lou? You speak of <laughs> is sign language vital in a podcast? <laughs> the answer is no, because it's an audio podcast, so there's no need to have a sign language. So why would you take a trip to you know learn sign language? Because he's always wanted to take sign language. <laughs> that was the stupidest fucking thing. I've always wanted to learn. Why didn't you do it before? You know what? I always wanted to learn how to do how to bake a, a pie, and I did that for Thanksgiving. I did two pies. No one got sick, so we're good. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. He goes, "I've always wanted to. That's always been a dream of mine." Bitch, since when? He said, "A dream of mine." It's always been like a thing of his to want to to want to learn sign language. It's been a dream of mine to go to Machu Picchu. <laughs> see, I see, but you've said it. I know that to be a fact. Yes, this is true. You, how long have we known him? Like almost since, our, our born the, life? Since, yeah, since he was born is pretty much when okay. I've known him. <laughs> I've known him for like the last 15 fucking years. He's never mentioned sign language <laughs> classes to me, bro. <laughs> Never, never said like never in a drunk moment. He goes, you know what, bro? You know what? I, you know what I've always wanted to do. I'm like, what, Escalante? I've always wanted to learn sign language. He's never fucking said that. So when he said that to me, I'm like, bitch, when? When the fuck did you ever want to do that? It's like you coming. It's like you telling me, hey, bro. I want to take mind classes. <laughs> Since when, motherfucker? <laughs> like if I just came out of the blue and said, hey, I've always wanted to fucking do stand-up. Actually, that's a lie. I actually have always wanted to do stand-up. Same here, but, yeah. But, you know. Or they, something they, stupid like they, you. They have a fucking course, you know, for that, which I'm interested in taking in college. You can't take... You want to take it? You I do. It? I want to take it. I want to say, you know, because they make you write a whole monologue and shit and you have to perform it. I think you you naturally are funny or not funny. Well, see, there's there's a difference. There's wit, which we, is what we have. Hold on, this is about us going to. <laughs> I've always wanted to do something. Since when, motherfucker? Since when? No, no. There, there's a difference between having wit, where, for example, like what you and I do, or yeah. what it's going to do, and what all three of us do. You know, or at a party, we're just fucking sitting there cracking jokes, right? And I think that the multitude of people that I've ever hung out with their family and they're just shooting the shit are witty people. They're all laughing at their own jokes and stuff, with the exception of somebody who likes to get you drunk. Um, but then there's a difference to actually grab a microphone, stand up in front of people, and deliberately try to go for the punchline. There is a whole different dimension to that. You know, I did an open mic one time a long time ago. I don't know if I've said the story before, but I did an open mic one time where, you know, I performed my song. 
And then I got drunk as fuck. Oh, shit. And then I saw a couple of stand-up people doing it. And, dude, I give all credit to fucking stand-up. So that, oh, that I is, do that's too. a hard gig. Hell yeah. And, and so they're sitting there and they're fucking bombing ugly, right? But they don't care. They were, they were like with their little notepads, just trying out jokes to see what was working, what wasn't working. Yeah. Right? Whereas for me, it was kind of like the same thing. I performed my song to see if it was going to work, and it did. But I got so drunk, dude, and I'm sitting there going, fuck, dude, these guys aren't funny, I say. So I fucking signed myself up. Lou Ariaga, comedian. <laughs> Jesus. Dude, those were the two loneliest minutes of my life, dude, because I didn't have anything. Did you do the, hey, are you from out of town? <laughs> no, I went like this, hey. What's going on with the weather? <laughs> Did I'm you like, siphon the shit? <laughs> dude, the only thing I tried to say, hey, you all know how the vibrator was invented? And I just came up with this stupid fucking story, and it was making no one laugh. As a matter of fact, it was making people cry. And and so my total respect for people that can fucking do this for a living and do it well, because it's not an easy gig. No, it's not. That's for sure. But I've always been wanting to do it because I, I think that that's cool. You know, it's kind of like it's a performance. You know, but you're, you know, it's, it's cool shit. So, <laughs> what called bullshit? Because that's the first time you mentioned. <laughs> no, I, uh, this actually uh, happened. Uh, no, no, no. This actually me. happened, but but it was it was yeah, it wasn't pretty. See, now now now, now if, I don't know where you start dating a comedian chick and be like, I've always wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> then I'd be like, since no, when, no, Mister Lou? I've never said that I've wanted to be a comedian. No, I, no. I just want to try it. I'm using know? the Escalante analogy. Oh. <laughs> where he goes, I've always wanted to learn sign language. Since uh, when, since bro? Since when? <laughs> I wanted to try it. I don't know if I want. I don't think I've ever wanted to be a comedian. Bro, he literally, he literally was going to enroll to ELAC to go take sign language classes. You know, he's kind of. What like, happened? What happened, bro? What's the name of that? The, those villain characters in in, uh, in the assimilators in in uh, in Star Trek. Yeah. You, you know, the, the the assimilate to you and they kind of devour you. That's kind of how it is with him and chicks. Sometimes, you know, he did, you know, oh fuck, man, I wanted to train dogs, and next thing you know. He's taking a dog train. <laughs> you know? Am I wrong? I love you, Escalante, but it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, it is. It actually yeah. is. I, I love Escalante, too, but it is. All right, so next question from Mr. Lou. <laughs> is Escalante off learning sign language? <laughs> no, no. If you guys heard the, the first hour, he missed big as a work. It, is- it's... But we're still going to ragdoll him because of the sign language <laughs> shit. <laughs> He's still going to get ragdolled. Exactly. Because, you know, this is what we do. Stupid bastard. <laughs> you stupid. Oh, this is a song just for Escalante. Wait. <laughs> right? No, yeah. Postmaster General Escalante. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get to our next segment. Michelle is going to cue this motherfucker up. You exactly. Guys, you, guys, you guys know where the fuck we're heading. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Was that you? I think that's you. From what, though? I didn't even I fucking... I don't know. Nope, not me. That's no. you. No, it wasn't me. It wasn't me either. It was that your fucking beard? Might have been. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, next segment. Fucking asshole. Dude. No, that was, uh, it, that wasn't me either. That was you. Where? Look, see, I'm touching the fucking knife. Didn't I mean? We're all touching everything. <laughs> dude, I was. So we weren't fucking doing the kickback podcast. Uh huh. 
a fucking host, uh, Rancho Ramos has an app that the bully can like detect ghosts oh. and talk to ghosts. We may or may not have talked to paranormal activity. To who? Paranormal activity shit. Let me say. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, sometimes you get tired of listening to the fucking news. You get tired of politics. You get tired of COVID. So you tune into the Remicaholics because you want that real shit. You want some rambling current events. Exactly. Because that's what we're all about. So first, first, <coughs> I'm sorry. You're, are you queuing it up? Yes, I am. First one is alleged mad pooper. Spokesman says pooping in public is First Amendment issue. It is. Did you just fucking do that right now? I sure did. <laughs> the Matt Pooper spokesman has compared her actions to breastfeeding in public. In case you missed it, a Colorado Springs neighborhood has been under attack from a woman dubbed the Mad Pooper. That sounds like a Batman villain. Uh, what the fuck? What happened to the rest of the story? Is it still... the fuck? What's wrong with you, dude? Let's see if I can get a pull on him. Jesus Christ, dude. What's you know what it is? What, dude? I don't know. What are you playing, dude? It's called shit. <laughs> what the fuck? Where is it? What the hell? What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? You know what it is? This fucking tablet sucks balls. So, okay, there you go. Let me put it up sideways. There you go. Go, bitch! Well, dude, I have to recue because you're a dumbass. All right. The woman, a jogger who has recently been identified only as Shirley, <laughs> has been ter- hey, don't call me Shirley. Okay. Has been terrorizing residents by stopping during her runs and literally shitting on their lawns, sometimes in front of their children. <gasps> hey there, childrens. <laughs> so far, authorities have been unable to catch her. Yesterday, however, a man came forward claiming to be Shirley's spokesperson. Hi. I'm sure the spokesperson. You know, that bitch has been, you know. Shitting your lawn. Exactly. I'm her spokesperson. And explain her behavior in a video, which has been since taken down. He said that Shirley is sorry for desecrating people's lawns. For all of you guys that don't know what desecrating means, it means, you know, squatting over and taking a shit. Yeah, basically. But that she cannot be held accountable as she is suffering from a traumatic brain injury. What the <laughs> he had that she had also had gender reassignment surgery. Okay, so gender reassignment surgery means that your cock or your vagina becomes the opposite of what it once was, right? An asshole is an asshole is an asshole, and you've always shitted on an asshole. So how is uh, having uh, sexual gender well, reassignment surgery going to affect that? Well, maybe the medication's fucking up her bowel. Well, as a result, it is no long. She's no longer able to res- uh, control herself. Take it. No, get the fuck out of here, man! Your asshole doesn't change. He, the medication, dude. What fucking medication? In she addition, had she had sex readjustment surgery. Yes. 
How does that affect your asshole and your shit? The medication they give her. Oh yeah. So out of the thousands of other fucking people that have had sexual reassignment uh, surgery done, they all go around shitting on people's lawns. You don't know that. I do know that because you don't hear about other fucking people doing that. Well, then she's the first. So what you're telling me is that that had Buffalo Bill gone through with it, Buffalo Bill would be shitting on somebody's lawn. Pretty much. Two things. I'm gonna shit on your lawn and it rubs lotion on its skin. Basically. Basically. <laughs> Tell me about Buffalo Bell. Tell me about Buffalo Bell shitting on somebody's lawn, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> In addition, he claimed that Shirley's actions are protected under the First Amendment. Yeah, because you know what? Shitting is a right. <laughs> I think I remember the forefather saying that. Exactly, dude. I remember one time Thomas Jefferson saying, Thou foreth knoweth that I shitteth on your lawn, thou beeth my right. Yeah. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. That, cool. sounds, that sounds historically accurate. That's <laughs> right, dude. There's one of his shits on his lawn in Monticello in his home, dude. Uh, therefore, the government cannot control when and where she relieves herself. He then compared her actions to breastfeeding in public because, you know... Feeding a hungry baby and taking a shit on somebody's lawn. Yeah, I could see the comparison. Yeah, no. <laughs> Criminal defense attorney, attorney Jeremy Lowe disagreed. Defecating in somebody's yard is definitely not protected under the First Amendment, and it is actually a crime. He said, adding that Shirley could be facing indecent exposure charges. Can you believe that? Indecent exposure charges. It means they wouldn't know whether to t- charge her as a, you know, exposing her penis or her vagina. Well, she's a woman. That means she chopped off her penis. That's incredible. Why would she do that? <clears throat> Though the spokesman has not provided any proof that he actually represents the mad pooper, Lowe said, <laughs> Lowe said that making the statement was a poor move on the pooper's part. This is actually the worst thing the family could do. Maybe they thought the videos would make the situation go away, but they won't. People all over the world are talking about this. That's right, dude. Mira esa cabrona que está cagando. I'm telling she's like a fucking Batman villain, dude. Yeah. People all... Okay, so the man in the video... Man in the video! Also, we have to be called into court to testify. To testify! The neighbors who were already outraged by the pooper's actions are now even more so after the statement was released. I breastfed all my four children, and that's just ridiculous as far as I'm concerned, neighbor Shirley Thevenin. You see that her name is also Shirley said? There's no comparison between those. Breastfeeding is nourishing nourishing your child. You're doing something to take care of someone, but pooping in someone's lawn is only damaging. Said fellow resident Julie Tet. You know what? I can buy my own fucking fertilizer. I don't need you to come out there like the Vietnamese and shit in the fucking rice paddies, dude. Are you sure? Absolutely. Absolutely. The video has since been removed. However, the hype over the mad pooper hasn't died down. Toilet paper company Charmin has offered her a year's supply of toilet paper. Hey. Don't squeeze the Charmin. <laughs> no way. If she turns herself in, the company's squatty potty has been cashing in on her fame on social media campaign. <laughs> no mummies. No mummies. So there you go, dude. The mad pooper. I'm telling you, the mad pooper sounds like a fucking supervillain. I think we should have the mad pooper on the show, dude. No. No. <laughs> Let me see here. Oh. 
Oh, you like this one? Of course, I like this, dude. All right, let me know when you're ready, and I'll hold on. Hold read on. The, I'll read the titles. Ladies and gentlemen, hold. Bear with us. Please bear with us, because you know. All we, right, we don't practice this. No, we don't. We we just prove to you that we just you yeah. know. Are you playing time? What the fuck, man! It took forever, dude. No, bro, I'm holding my piss, dude. Huh? What? <laughs> All right. All right. Florida man charged with 1996 homicide after police matched crime scene blood to DNA he left on beer cans. You read it, right? You heard it, right? I'm sorry. 25 years after grocery store manager Terrence Paquette was stabbed to death, police have cracked the case using DNA database websites and have guzzled beer cans. Yeah, this guy looked like he fucking just finished a couple. Yeah, he looks so sad. Look at those saddy doughy eyes. Doughy eyes? That's fucking guy like he has been drinking. was on an all-night binge and shit, you know? In a showcase of modern technology and diligent police work, DNA from a discarded beer can has led to an arrest in a brutal 1996 murder of a Florida convenience store manager, Terrence Paquette. His body was found after being stabbed, not once, not twice, but 73 times. Fair number. Yep. And his death left police baffled for a quarter century. Here's the police. Man, we're baffled. Yes, you sure are. We're baffled. Are you baffled? I'm Case baffled. Closed. Are you baffled? I'm baffled, too. I'm baffled. All right. Uh, until, of course, unlike genealogy databases, gave them a lead. The Orange County Sheriff's Office announced the arrest of Kenneth Robert Stowe Jr. on Thursday. According to NBC News, Sheriff John Mina reminded everyone that the gruesome crime scene had yielded blood all over the store. That didn't belong to the victim, but the DNA match remains elusive throughout the decades. It was 7 a.m. on February 3rd, 1996, when a local passerby noticed that the lights inside the Orlando's little champ were off. The man found the unu- found this unusual to stop his car, only to find the Clarcona OC Road business locked. According to uh, according to KMBC, come KMBC. One more KMBC. He drove, but called the sheriff department. Hold on here. I'm gonna change the tune real quick because I think this song will be. This is uh, more appropriate. All right. Deputies arrived and found two men lingering outside who had been trying to collect a cash deposit from the manager. That's when the deputies noticed blood on the outside lock and noticed that Paquette's white car was in the parking lot. After calling but failing to reach him at home, they contacted another store employee. That individual had closed up shop the night before and provided police with the keys to get inside. The store was covered in blood. With Paquette's body found in the bathroom with his throat slit. The medical examiner's office would determine that the 31-year-old had been stabbed more than six dozen times. Not one time, not one dozen, not two dozen, not three dozen, not four dozen, five dozen, but six. Jesus Christ. It was gruesome. Violent scene, said Detective Brian Zavelli. Missing cash from the register suggested that this had been a robbery gone wrong. It was also clear that much of the blood didn't belong to the victim and that the the perpetrator had been injured during the scuffle. Unfortunately, the collected samples only confirmed they came from the same person. But not who? 
God damn. With local crime labs failing to find a match, police closed the case pending further investigational leads. In 1997, the case was reopened six years later when an ambitious analyst uploaded DNA from blood found in the store's freezer handle to the FBI's combined data index system called the Codex, again yielding no matches. Come on, man. I'm delayed by a second, You're the fucking worst teleprompter guy in the world, dude. I know. I was just thinking if someone was stabbed 73 times, there's got to be additional DNA that there was not the victims and potentially the suspects, recalls Zavelli. And so just with the advancements in DNA, I figured there's got to be something we can do. Zavelli's foresight led to a new cold case unit reopening the case yet again in 2019. This time, officials had the convenience of modern technology on their side. On March 2021, a genetic genealogy expert they enlisted from the Florida Department of Law Enforcement found some promising leads. We take the samples from the lab, said Debbie Abnett. We have a vendor turn it into a data file that can be uploaded to two public genetic genealogy websites, Family Tree and GEDmatch.com. So let me repeat that again for you uh, potential. Uh, put, go that back real quick. For you potential, uh, your potential criminals out there, do not upload your fucking DNA on Family Tree or GEDmatch.com. Why? Because they can fucking catch you that way, man. Catch me in what way? Do any commit no murders? That's what I'm saying. But murder was the case that they gave yeah, you, dude. <laughs> All right, the samples were a distant match to one couple who had three sons. Police focused on Kenneth Stahl Jr. because he's the one that looks all fucking drunk in that picture. Due to his employment history and proximity to the store, he was 28 years old at the time of Packard's death and had seemingly forged ahead living his life as usual. With a judge-approved surveillance request in hand, Zavelli began tracking Stahl's car's GPS in August of 2021. He recalled watching him throw a bag of beer cans into a dumpster in September and bringing those DNA-riddled items to the Orange County crime scene where analysis was made. Although people think they're forgotten about, they're really not, says the valley. Just because there's not an arrest made in a year or two years or three years, four or five, maybe six or seven, sometimes 10 or 20 years, the case is still open. We're doing everything we can to get every closed case out there solved. Stowe was arrested last Tuesday, charged with first-degree murder and robbery with a deadly weapon. He is being held outside. Uh, I'm sorry, he's being held without bond. While he's admitted to past employment at the store, he has yet to confess to murder or robbery. With Paquette's family long dead, police notified his friends. Hey, did you know Paquette? Yeah. We just made an arrest. For what? Well, you do know he was killed, right? Oh, he did that shit. Yeah, yeah. So we caught the guy. Oh, go yeah. Or at least a suspect. Oh. I'm sure you're wondering why we're telling you. Yeah. Well, his family's dead. Shit. So since you knew him. Yeah. I think you dated his sister, right? Yeah. Well. Fucking Parker, dude. Well, she's dead now. She died of diabetes. Oh, shit. So just let want to let you know, dude, that Mr. Paquette. Yeah. We might have caught his murder. Wait, what? We might have caught his murder. Why? Because he killed him. I thought I was supposed to be here until 8.30. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry now. <laughs> All right, I'll tell the next one. This one's running a little long. That was it, bro. That was it? All right, cool. I guess I read it all, dude. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. 
Can we take a little quick piss break? I gotta take a piss. Can you can you entertain them for some way? What do you want me to fucking do? Can we just pause it real quick then? Uh, I suppose. But you know what? I got things to no, say, no, dude. You know what? Just play some music for them. No, 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 <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. All right, so here's where we're going, dude. Um, for all you people that are, uh, let me see. Are you reading some story that some fucking casino is going back into Vegas this weekend? Is the fucking football thing? So you know, my Cowboys are out. So fuck it. Uh, let me see. Uh, do we have some fucking bunch of residents to say that because of the COVID they don't want to pay their rent? Joe Biden gets a moment to boost about some good news, and let me see. Uh, apparently Trump is still trying to fucking pretend that he won the election. Uh, for all you guys out there who think that he won the election, uh, he did not win the election. Just trying to let you all know that. Man, let me see. Uh, you know, if I would have taken that fucking stand-up class that I've been wanting to take in college, I would have had like my routine right now and I would have been able to tell you guys, hey, you know, let me tell you a knock-knock joke, but no. Instead, I get stuck here trying to entertain. I'm trying very hard to do those while Whiskey Jay's out there pissing on his grass. You know, it happens. What are you going to do? You know, some people just can't hold their, their liquor well, as he's expressed many times over. Oh, he's back now. Did you wash your hands at least? I Yeah, and I'm trying to fucking find stories, but it's like fucking low down on, on these stories right now. Man, there's nothing to fucking uh, a report on, dude. Yeah, there is. Hold on. Well, fucking bitch. Well, you should have fucking left it on so I could have read it while you were out, bitch. Well, you know why I should have? Because you know what? But you don't know how to open my fucking phone, do it. No, I don't because I don't use shit phones, dude. That's the way it is. <laughs> you got a song for that one? Right, absolutely. All right, go for it. Come on, dude. Oh, I'm, I'm late, Jim. I'm sorry. I had to go pee. You fucking I bitch. had to pee, dude. Escalante is usually here talking to you. I hey, but, but like I said, if I had my, if I would have taken my college course comedy routine, I would have tried my routine. Did right you now. try your routine? Right I now? did not. I was just expressing. <laughs> <laughs> right. This giant Noah's Ark replica is stranded in the UK because British authorities don't believe it's seaworthy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, 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 all right. So, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. You're not reading, you stupid I old. am, hold on, I'm coming up with different, uh, uh, the floating museum, Noah's Ark Museum, can't actually float on its own and has to be towed where, everywhere it goes. It has been strapped by an international stalemate over its status as a non-certified floating vessel. Let me tell you something about something. <laughs> Let me tell you something about something. I am. I'm going to tell you, you something. Did you see Let me tell yeah, you something. something about something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 A go. giant replica of Noah's Ark has been trapped in Ipswich, England, for nearly two years. The result of an international bureaucratic nightmare of biblical proportions. Ah, that's a good one. Get it? Get it? According to the Ipswich Star, Britain's Maritime and Coast Guard Agency impounded the Netherlands-based vessel in November 2019 less than a month after it arrived in the U.K. and have now deemed it unseaworthy. 
When it arrived in 2019, it purportedly lacked a load line and an anti-fouling certificate, which verifies that it doesn't have any coating, painting, surface, treatment, surface, or device that harms the sea life below. All right. So I'm going to stop reading this and kind of give you some commentary on this stuff. Because as you know, Mr. Lou is kind of, you know, kind of like that Willem Dafoe meme, you know. I'm kind of a scientist myself. Yeah. <laughs> go for it. Go for it, bro. Go for it. All right. So a while back, sorry about that. No, a while no. back, um, about four years ago or so, Ken Ham had a debate with the science guy. Right? And the science guy made an incredible point. And I'll make some points on top of that, too, that have to do with, you know, the Bible itself. Yeah. He said this, my family comes from a, from a family of shipmakers, right? Yeah. So to make a wooden vessel the size that is reported in the Bible would, make, would, would be totally unseaworthy. Why? Because as the water moves, the wood, and I'm, and I'm making this, this, uh, this um, thing in my hands right now, guys, so you guys can't see this, but I'm, I'm, I'm moving it in different directions because the, this is what would happen to the boat because of the water. You know, how the water moves in this mm. whole thing. So it would come to a point where the wood would crack, would leak, would sink. Makes Are sense. Are you sure? Well, here's, here's, here's what. Here's, where, where are you? Are you, are you sure? Well, I'll tell you why I'm sure. Because if, if you don't know, Ken Ham is the director, founder of uh, Answers in Genesis. And he is also the guy that created the Creationist Museum in Kentucky. Which purports that dinosaurs lived with human beings. Yeah, Flintstones. Okay, yeah. In, in Hanna-Barbera, that's absolutely true. In the real world, that never occurred. But he purports that as part of history. Nonsense. Number two, he outside of Kentucky, another town in Kentucky, he built a replica of the Ark. And that's he the, built the Ark? Yes, it's the, the, it's, the Ark, it's the Ark Encounter, it's called. Right, and it was supposed to bring all this bunch of tourism and money to the local town, who gave, I think, six hundred million dollars in bonds and all this other shit, or a hundred million dollars a month, and it hasn't even come close Jesus to making that money. Christ. Now, here's another thing about that, just to kind of show you how absurd this fucking story is. We're supposed to believe yeah. that this that that when God came down and told Noah, "Hey, build me an ark," because you know. Fucking humans are douches and shit. He's talking to a 600-year-old man who has three sons, a couple of son-in-laws, and tells him, build this fucking ark. So no more than, what, seven people at the most? And they're all engineers? Exactly. And that's the thing. Now, it took, it took over a year for this fucking ark, over $100 million and a year, with the most advanced technological, you know, equipment to build this thing. And somehow or another, we're supposed to believe that a 600-year-old man and his and his family members built this thing. And it oh, took that, him, That's my dog. And it took him something like what? Like, he died when he was 900 years old, allegedly. Oh, What's up with the perro, dude? My wife's here. Hold on. Okay. So, so we're supposed to believe... That a 600-year-old man with a couple of laborers were able to fucking build this ark into something seaworthy. And not only that, but he's supposed to go out and collect two of every kind, which scientifically is not a thing, you know. How do you know? 
Because I know that it's called speciation, not fucking kind. You can You don't know that. You can probably connect. Yes, and the earth is flat, and, you know, aliens came over to the earth, and he blah, blah, blah. He had a magical blah. dust that God gave him. Exactly. And he so we're supposed to believe that the 600-year-old man was able to collect two of every, quote-unquote, kind, and then spend, what, 40 days and 40 nights of rain while the fucking earth was flooded. So how long did God have to wait for this guy to finish building the fucking ark before he killed society the way he wanted to? Why couldn't he just kill them right there, like blow up a volcano or something? You know? It's an absurd fucking story. Scientifically, it this never happened. So there's no evidence at all that it's this in a ever book. happened. Okay. <laughs> This never happened. The fucking... It's no surprise that some idiot trying to fucking build a, a, a replica of Noah's Ark is going to... They're going to deem it unseaworthy. What's the purpose of this fucking thing? To teach you more horseshit like Joe Rogan is trying to teach you about, about fucking uh, uh, medications on a virus? It's horseshit. It's always been horseshit. Look, this fucking particular boat was built for $3.7 million. Oh. 3.7... And now it's considered unseaworthy... And so, what's it gonna what's gonna happen to it now? It's just gonna doctor in Ipwich. I'm sure the people of Ipwich are sitting there going, "Get this fucking thing off a of fucking water, man!" Seriously, dude. Oh my god. Right? It's 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 an absurdity to try to sit there and and pretend that this shit was real. It wasn't. It's an absolute absurdity. You know. So, you know, you have somebody spending a hundred million dollars. Another fucking bunch of blokes are spending three point seven million dollars. Over something that never occurred. It couldn't have occurred. There was no possible way this occurred. You know what it is? What? They had faith in God. And it still didn't happen. I'm talking about the flood happened, dude. The flood. Mm-hmm. El Nino. It was El Nino. Global warming. What's the next story? That was it. <laughs> that was the end of it. That was the end of the story. I'm telling you, watch fucking uh, Midnight Mass mm-hmm. because uh, one of the characters was driving drunk and killed a girl. Oh. And there's a scene where he's standing on the sidewalk like, like what the fuck just happened? And the EMTs are trying to revive this poor girl. Right. And they, you know, spoiler alert, they didn't. She died. Of course. And the EMT comes over because he, you know, he has a, a, a cut on his fucking, on his forehead. Right. And he goes, why is it that God takes women and children and believes the assholes like you alive? Exactly. The thing is, he's a religious guy and he starts thinking like, this true, what the fuck? Why is it that I'm alive and this part goes dead? Because he works a mysterious way. No, here's the thing. So when he would ask, why am I alive? Well, God God, God was lonely and he needed his children up there. So she took her. And he goes, why would he take a woman, a single mother with two kids from from us? from Because he was lonely? So the like I'm telling you, watch it because the whole fucking show is them poking. I once I, I once actually raised this question to our mutual friend. Yeah, you know, and and I asked, that made no fucking sense to him, dude. Well, well, this is the thing. Okay, so there's the story of Isaac, right? And so God, who is supposed to be omnipotent and omniscient, meaning that he knows everything and can do everything, blah blah blah, tells tells him uh. Tells him to, you know, tells him to to sacrifice his son, right? To show order, his love, right? Exactly, to show that he ha- that that you know he loves God and he has and his faith is strong. As a parent, if anybody, including God, came to me and told me, "Kill me your child in order for you to prove your love for me," I would spit in his fucking eye. See, and, ha- and wouldn't even think twice about it. 
But see, my thing is though. Why would you ask me that? But doesn't that prove he's fucking flawed then? Because absolutely, he's like a. Why do you he's, need, he's like why a, do you need a, that? He's like a possessive. Yeah, why do you need jealous? that? Jealous? Well, absolutely. And he, and, and, and he says so in the Bible. I am a jealous God. But why? How? If you're the fucking God, why would you be jealous? You know everything. Exactly. How are you jealous, dude? Exactly. You know? So so that's the thing. If, if, if you created the divine plan, which means you know everything that's going to happen to me, yeah. everything that's going to ever happen to yeah. me, period. So number one, where's my free will at that point? There is no free will. Exactly. <laughs> number two, you've are, if you're going to send me to hell... You've already condemned me from the day I was born. And number three, why are you asking this guy to kill his child for you if you already know he isn't going to fucking do it? You know, if he's going to do it for you, I'm sorry. You know, you know what this reminds me of? What? It's like almost taking sign language classes because you've <laughs> always wanted to do it. <laughs> you know, and that and that's, that's, that's something. That's, here's the thing. <clears throat> if there's a sect of your religious point of view that requires people to learn apologetics, to answer these fucking things, there's something wrong with yeah. your fucking view, uh, viewpoint. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's something absolutely flawed because what if, if it's an inherent perfect word, why do you need people to fucking go out there and defend it because it makes no sense? I'm sorry. As a parent, anybody touches a hair on my... I'm a peaceful dude. No, I'm, I'm a hippie, you know? But anybody touches a hair on my daughter... They're, that's the it's last. It's on like Donkey Kong. Exactly. Yeah. That's the last thing anybody's gonna fucking do in this world, and that's for fucking damn sure. I can guarantee it to you. That is the last thing they will do on the on this planet. If somebody came to me and told me, "Hey, prove your love or your faith to me by killing your child," I'd say, "Fuck off." Yeah. What kind of a fucking god are you to be even asking me that? The jealous god, dude. Fuck that shit. That's a bullshit fucking thing. So, he, so but he, you know what, people, people, the answer I've got. Well, it's to prove your faith. Why would why I need to? Though? Exactly. You're God. You, you know, know he is exactly. Fair. Yeah. What the fuck? Exactly. Which kind of pumps the pumps my fucking point of view that that's just a fucking fairy tale story. There's absolutely no way this shit ever happened. Not fucking one bit. So, question outside. So is Leonardo cover really bleeding in that fucking hand? He is. That was one of the things they kept in the story when he broke the skull. He fucking shattered. He cut himself, but he but they, and they were about to yell cut, but he said no, I'm going on. And so he kept going, but it's terrific. It's one of those things that happened. So right? he really like smeared blood on fucking. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's true acting, dude. dude. What the fuck? But you know what's crazy about this? I'm not a big Leonardo fan, but Leonardo should have gotten nominated for this movie. It's actually one of his best. Yeah, besides like, besides a uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes, yes. this is actually his, yes. one of his best ones. Absolutely, he look he's terrific in this fucking movie. You know what? It, it, you said it yourself. You said it, there's certain directors that know when to pull you out from fucking chewing the scenery. Exactly. And there's ones that know how to like smooth you in. Exactly. And Quentin and Leo, great dynamic. Exactly. Great. Yeah, because you notice you notice how he's angry in the, in these scenes and all this other stuff. But take a look at uh, of uh, at a at a wolf. Uh, uh, wolf, wolf Washington. Yeah. he's all over the yeah, place. He's fucking over the top. And for a director like Martin Scorsese to let him fucking get off like that, I think Martin. I think Marty was falling asleep at the wheel at that point. You know, he's like, <laughs> cut. Oh fuck. <laughs> we get the shot. Did we get the shot? Yeah. Did you did you did you think that was a little over the top, uh, Marty? No, Leo, that was all right. You did great, kid. <laughs> So, so I couldn't have done any better. <laughs> so, you you see it in, in certain directors. I mean, 
Look at Coppola. Coppola directed uh, directed Pacino three times and never let him fucking get over the top in any of that shit. You know what I'm saying? He had to yeah. sit there and put up with Brando, who was probably not only the greatest actor, in my opinion, but one of the most difficult, and he got the performances that he that he wanted out of him. You know? So you're telling me that he couldn't get out a performance out of Leo? Whom? Uh, 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 Martin Scorsese. Yeah. No, they've worked together several times. But, he, I mean, but Wolf, Wolf, Wolf of Wall Street was like way over the top. That was just way over the top. Well, I think I heard that was more based on the guy, the real guy. Yeah, who, but that's but but again, you got to fucking was a consultant. Exactly, you got to pull it in and say, okay, you know that that just seems a little too clownish for me. You know, everybody raves about it. I don't. I think well, it's a little. To too be fun- honest, though, like I've, I've heard podcasts with people that used to work in Wall Street and they. And the one the the one the only two questions that always get asked is in the movie Wall Street with Michael Douglas right. and Charlie yes. is that is, is that how it works? He goes yes. Secondly, were you guys literally leave, living a life of hedonism? He goes like in the Wolf of Wall Street. He goes oh fuck yeah one hundred percent. Right, but but then again, so like that that I, story see, is actually see, true. So it so when you guys have the real McCoy. Um, Fucking Jordan Belfort, the the guy who was playing there, and I bet you that Scorsese's like action, and then fucking Leo's going all all fucking balls to the wall, and he goes cut cut cut, and he goes Jordan, did this really fucking happen? I bet Jordan's like every fucking minute. But see that that's where that's where as a director you sit there and go, okay, look, you take certain privileges as a director, right, or as an artiste, right. To do some certain shit that people are going to sit there and go, hey, you know, that really, you know, that's a little. And you said, yeah, we took some liberties and stuff. And that's cool. But at the same time, I don't mind that he got loud. I don't mind that he got all crazy or whatever. But, man, that looked just like totally amateurish at some points. You know, it just looks like way over the top. Like all they do is say, hey, just go nuts. I'm going to go fucking make myself a sandwich. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll be back. You know? That to me just seemed absurd. It yeah. just it just seemed kind of absurd. A lot of that stuff. Now you saw this scene right here where he's fucking going nuts too, smashing the skull, you know, smearing. But it was so it was so controlled and so believable, you know, despite the fact that his accent's a little too exaggerated for my liking. Ah no, get the fuck out of here! It is Monsieur Candy, <laughs> Monsieur Candy. <laughs> can't speak French, help it, Monsieur. Exactly. Call me Monsieur Candy. Exactly, but 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 again. It makes sense. It, the whole, but the it whole makes ca- the movie. Exactly. It makes the I get movie. you. I get you. The whole package makes sense. Like I said, I think the accent's ridiculous, but it makes sense with the character he's playing. You know what I'm saying? And the character is over the top, but it's controlled and it's believable. Whereas in Wolf of Wall Street, it's just like a fucking screamathon. It's like, come on, really? It's Sammy, like, this is one of Samuel Jackson's best work here. Fuck yeah, it is. You played an Uncle Tom. Fuck yeah, it is. Samuel Jackson should have probably won for Pulp Fiction back in 92. This one, too. He should have won for Supporting Actor. Yeah, but they gave it to him, Christoph Waltz. He, got, he won it for that. Okay, I'll give him, I'll give him that. Who the, fuck did you, who the fuck did he lose to that year? Christoph Waltz. Uh, what's his he name? He should no, have no. won for the fucking no, no, the no, no, Jew Hunter. No, no, no. You know, well, he did win it for the Jew Hunter, too. So he won it back to back. Yes, he won it for the Jew Hunter for this. But you know who Samuel Jackson lost it to? I remember now. Jack Palance for City Slickers. Get the fuck out of here. City Slickers? For City Slickers. City Slickers with City Billy Slickers. Crystal. Yes. Yes. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Yes. That's what he wanted. That's that, That's who he lost to. I'm fucking disappointed. That's it. Motherfucker disappointed. Yeah. The fuck? 
bro. Exactly. City fucking slickers. Just like Jay Davidson, the guy that played uh, the, the, the trans chick in Crying Game. Yeah. Lost to Cuba Gooding Jr. back in 92 for, for Jerry Maguire. Now, I saw Jerry Maguire the other day, and I saw Crying Game, and I even saw Glenn Gary and Glenn Rossford, which Al Pacino was nominated for. I'm sorry. That's an over-the-top performance, too. At the time, it seemed kind of cool, but that performance hasn't aged home. well from Cuba Gooding Jr. That performance, oh, show me the money? Yeah, that hasn't aged well. It's 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 all right, you know. Uh, uh, Pacino and uh, you know what? Pacino and Glengarry Glen Ross was great, but you know who was even better? Jack Lemon, the guy that plays the old guy. If you see, if if you guys have not seen Glengarry Glen Ross uh, audience, check it out. Fucking great movie, absolutely great movie. They're about to shoot the motherfucker. Exactly. If you guys don't like that movie, Whiskey J will pay for the rental. What the fuck? No. <laughs> if it's less than two dollars. <laughs> Great film, though. All of them. But, yeah, but, I mean, look, Leonardo's over the top in this, but in, in, in a very controlled, very believable, subtle way. I love his performance in this. I think he's great. I hated him in fucking Wolf, uh, Wolves of Wall Street. I thought that movie was shit, to be honest with you. I just like the debauchery. Well, the debauchery's cool, but you know what? Jo- it, it proved that Jonah Hill will get an Oscar nomination no matter what. He's the only one of that whole fucking pack that's gotten an Oscar nomination. He's gotten it twice. No shit. What was the first one? The first one was for uh, uh, Moneyball. Uh, Moneyball. Yes. Yes. So he's been nominated twice. Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen will never be nominated for an Academy Award. Did, uh, I saw that one movie where he played a a Jewish guy that was frozen in time. Oh was, yes, that was on Netflix. Yeah. Did, that one was. It was. I, on, I got was like a, forty no, minutes into it. It was, was HBO like, Max. Was it? I just got like 30, 40 I minutes into it. I saw the whole fucking it. movie. Oh, I, I fucking tuned out. It was stupid. It's stupid, but it's actually kind of... It kind of pokes fun of the fact that everyone nowadays is so fucking sensitive. Well, you're a sensitive whiskey, Jay. Yeah. Because my bed was on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, bro. I I, I got the playlist going, my friend. Yeah. Um, Goddamn. You know what, though? She only comes when she's on top. Yeah. <laughs> and in case soccer ball, she never does. <laughs> there you go. Um, God damn, I lost my train of thought. Is, it, here. is this on? We're here all week. Hey, who, who needs classes? <laughs> <laughs> who needs classes? <coughs> That's right, dude. You know what? That joke would have been funnier had we done it in sign language. Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to take sign language class. <laughs> that should be the name of this episode. I've always wanted to take some <laughs> Nah! <laughs> Mr. Cannon, nah! <laughs> See, my thing is, though, like, if someone like Samuel Jackson and Jamie Foxx allowed this movie, how the fuck you. Oh, God damn. That's when they blow him away. Fucking Harry. <laughs> well, what was your question? I forgot. <laughs> I forgot, bro. He said if uh, Jamie Foxx or somebody like, else. Like, I'm saying, like, you got, like, real, like, well-known black actors okay in this movie where there's N-word just throwing, like, it's... Well, Samuel Jackson uh, has gone on record saying that he has no problem with it. He says that that's just part of the characters, and he gets that. He said, he go, he said, you know, Jules, for example, right, from Pulp Fiction, he's a guy from the ghetto. He's a guy from Inglewood. 
He goes, you're going to tell me people don't use that word like that? <laughs> that's what I'm going to... Exactly. And, like, and to me, he's a writer that's tapped in and knows what's going on. Uh, Quentin? I think Quentin is a brilliant writer. I, I For my preference, I think... Uh, uh, Paul Anderson's is a Paul Thomas Anderson's a better writer, but of course the guy that's got the most notoriety has been Quentin Tarantino. As a matter of fact, P.T. Anderson just got nominated again for best director for his movie Licorice Pizza, which I'm dying to go see, but haven't had a chance to go see. But I mean, come on, P.T. Anderson's done some of the greatest fucking work of the 1990s, in my opinion. He made the best film of the 1990s. Well, let, me, let me ask you this then: What movies right now are being looked at for Oscar? Uh, there's one on uh, on Netflix. Uh, fuck something to the dog. I forgot what it's called. It's with a uh, um, with the Cumberbatch guy. I uh, can't remember what the name of the movie is. You know what? I'll do that next week. I'll bring a list of what the what the things are. Okay. But uh, but Licorice Pizza I know was one of them, Licorice and that's Pizza. the that's the latest by BT. You know PT Anderson is yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean he's done some great work. I mean in my opinion. I'm sorry, I, I'm lying. I think he did the second best film of the 1990s, which was Magnolia. First to me was Crying Game. And I think Boogie Nights is up there. I think, you know, There Will Be Blood is up there. I think, you know, uh, The Master is up there. He's he's done some great fucking work. He's a great great director, great writer, you know. Uh, but, of course, Quentin's the guy that's gotten the most notoriety. You got I me? Mean, come on. You got you to admit, Quentin's done some really fucking great work, Hell too. Hell yeah, he so, does. You know, so you can't sit there and spit, in a, spit at that either. You know that that Will Smith turned that role down. I'm glad he did. Yeah, Jamie Foxx was. You know he's, a lot better. he's turned down he's turned down two roles. Uh huh. He turned down Neo in the Matrix or the the first one. Will did. Idiot. He said he <laughs> he goes he didn't think people would understand the movie. You know what? I just saw the last one. Oh God. Okay. Don't don't. You, you you want my opinion? Yeah, I guess I'm not hearing it anyways. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it. You know, I know people say this awful and ter- terrible. There's some shit that doesn't make sense because remember, Neo and Trinity were supposed to be dead at the end of the last one. They explained what happened. They did, and I think that that's the weakness of the movie because for those first 45 minutes to an hour, they said they're trying to explain to you why they're still alive. You know, I think the ending was the fucking worst well, I've ever seen. I mean, seen. let's be honest. You didn't like it because Doogie Howser was a villain. I didn't mind that Doogie Howser was a villain, but what I did <laughs> mind was that the ending was just stupid. Hi, we're showing up here just to tell you that we're going to change everything and blah, 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 blah. Kill the motherfucker. That's what you're supposed to be doing. True. You know? So, But but that other than that, what happened in between that, I didn't hate it. I wasn't like, you know, I watched the whole thing. I thought it was all right. Was it as bad as the second part of the Matrix? I don't think anything was as bad as the second part of the Matrix. <laughs> you know, the first Matrix was fucking, fucking brilliant. Beast, yeah, fucking that was brilliant, that movie, dude. It was brilliant. Part three wasn't bad. It kind of redeemed itself from the debacle that Part two was, and it ended the way it should have. Everybody died, you know, except for Morpheus, which for some reason in this movie isn't even around. Well, he does. I, he does. He dies of old age. 90 years later. That's right. Because it's supposed to be, what, 90, 60 years after the... Yeah. Still doesn't explain why the fuck Neo and Trinity look like they're still in their early 40s and shit, you know? It's their avatars. Fuck that shit, dude. In real life, they're old and decrepit. Dude, I don't write Did Trinity shit. look as good as, uh, as she did in the original? Mm-hmm. 
She aged pretty bad, bro. And they're talking about maybe another one. The fuck? They're talking about maybe another one. For what? I don't know. The fuck? That makes no goddamn sense. No sense. Because, again, this was a horror. That, that's the thing that I think pissed me off the most of this whole thing. I didn't mind them re- trying to re-experiment because you have to explain why two characters that were dead or Are killed off. Again. Exactly. You know? And they didn't even come up with the original Mr. Anderson. Why the fuck was that? Or not Mr. Anderson, the, the agent. Why Why this guy? You know? Anywho, that aside, as a matter of fact, the guy that played the agent, I've seen him live. When I went to go see uh, Hamilton, he's in Hamilton. He plays mm-hmm. King George. Oh, shit. Yep. That's you, the- you mean the Red Skull plays... That's him. He's the Red Skull. Yeah, I did not know that. But anywho, that's that's uh, that's him and shit. So anywho, the the ending was to piss me off. We're gonna fly in. This guy's drinking his coffee, reading a newspaper. Hey man, we're gonna change the world, make it peaceful like the way we envisioned it. That was a stupid fucking ending. Come on, bro. You should have fucking showed up with your guns and said, you know what, we're gonna blow your fucking ass away now. And that there you go. So that that's where that's what I think of the Matrix. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It was all right. So you get block. Idris it, and Idris is in the conversation for being the next James Bond. I can see him doing it. I don't think it's a good idea. Is it black? Yeah. And I, and I'm not being racial about yeah, that. Yeah, the fuck no, that's, it, it that is being racial. No, it, it isn't. It isn't. It's the same. It's the same the thing. The views and opinion of Mission No, I'll tell you why. Because I think that I think that it's the same thing that that people said about having a woman James Bond. Instead of doing that, why not just create a character for that specifically and and make it more of an empowering thing as opposed to replacing a character that's been long well established. How do they replace them though? Huh? I don't know. Because you saw the last one, right? And we both agree that was a fucking killer film, right? Well, they made it seem like that the name James Bond and 007 is going to be given to somebody that's special. Yeah, you, you, you would think... That shows attributes of this fool. You, you, th- you think that it's more of a, of a tangible thing as opposed to an actual person and stuff. Yes. See, for the longtime fans like myself, that's he's a person. He's, so, he's you know, a character. He's a character that you, we know who it is. And I don't mind different different actors playing him. You have to. You know, otherwise Sean Connery would, you know, they would dig his ass out of the grave still trying to play his ass, you know. Um, but I mean, but I, I think that what you do is if you're going to make if you're going to make a black secret agent, you create a character that's a black secret agent, you know, that is that is separate from James Bond and make him just as good. Make him just as fucking awesome and make him just as uh, fucking intelligent. The whole thing. And and that's more of an empowering thing yeah. than as opposed to just sitting there taking over a role, you know. We 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 know that James Bond is a fucking white bread, you know, motherfucker, and that's just the way it is, you know. But I think that you know, instead of instead of making a woman James Bond or 007, create a character that that's a woman that's just as just as cool, just as independent, away from that character, somebody new. That's what's lacking, I think, in a lot of the creativity yeah, things. You make, you, you know, you you create. It's, it's like saying, hey, then that means that, that you know, Oscar Isaac could play James Bond. No, why don't you just create a, an Hispanic uh, secret agent that goes on adventures and does his own thing, you know? Yeah, it might be a knockoff on James Bond, but it's not James Bond. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah, I see it. I see it. I mean, I have no problem with Idris Elba playing James Bond. I'm not racist like you, so I'm good. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not as racist You're as uh, racist. I'm not racist. I just think that it's kind of. I, I think it cheapens the actor more than anything. Not the character, the, the actor. You know? Yeah. So there you go. Oh, shit. Are we there yet? We're there. You're kidding me. It's there. We climax. What the fuck are you saying? Is that with that? No. I'm just playing it because oh. you know what? Because Whiskey J, Whiskey J, I was only joking when I said that I like to smash every tooth in your head. You did say that three years ago. I did. When I, I said go- I didn't like this album. Oh, I know. <laughs> you and this guy were about to beat the shit out of me that well, yeah, night. why fucking say blasphemous things? You I, I, I'm sorry. I gave you my opinion and you didn't like it. It's not my fucking fault. My old bass player was sitting there doing comparisons. With the Smiths and the Cure. Oh, the Cure this, but the Smiths suck. The Cure this, but the Smiths suck. And I'm like, and I wrote him back. I'm like, dude, the Smiths were fucking awesome. Don't, don't, don't you know, I'm sorry. The Smiths are actually awesome as fuck. They're yeah. fucking awesome. I love the Cure. The Cure's fucking awesome, too. But the Smiths, I'd, I'd the, Smiths yeah, too. but the Smiths don't suck. That, the, let's just put it that yeah. way. So are we there yet, really? We're there, bro. Like, we're fucking two and a half hours in. <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's close time. Close up your tabs. Pay it up. You don't have to stay here. I'm sorry. You don't have to go home. But guess what? You can't stay here. You can't stay here, especially because Whiskey J's falling asleep on your ass. You know, I have it. Dude, blame Kickback. Blame uh, Ranty Ramos. You know You know what blame I said? Blame Profile TV. Blame Bumble. You know what I said earlier about <laughs> about not taking your keys away? And then if you want to drive off, it's on your own volitions. I'm not blaming anybody else but you, my oh, friend. God, it's your fucking you responsibility. Know you, know you know what your fucking responsibility is. I know what it was. So, so you don't blame any of these guys. I'll say, you know who I blame? Inside the Northside podcast. You know why? Because <laughs> he's a silly goose. And only he knows what I meant. Well, but my daughter's a silly goose. So, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know. Well, inside the North, he's a silly goose. Let's be silly gooses, my friend. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to tonight's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it's it's a rare time that me and Mr. Lou get to fucking shoot the shit exactly without Escalante here exactly. farting it up. This is the we've he, done it before. We did it before, but the, this is the first time in this game at studios. Exactly. And we didn't have to smell his farts. Those are fucking toxic shit, exactly. my friend. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for thank you for listening. Episode 195. Road to 200. We're going to 200 We're episodes. Five fucking episodes away. Exactly. I have something planned, too. Okay? I'm, 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 a, I'm already over 100 episodes. You know that. I was very happy about that. But nobody cared. Nobody gave a shit. No, no you don't give a shit. Not even, <laughs> not even the fans. Not even the fans. Man, guys, thank you for tuning in. Also, the Ramble backpacks are out. Get your, Be a cult member. Get your cult backpack. Mr. News getting two of them because he wants his daughter to go to school and, you know. Ramble on. Are you ramble the, the cult on. or the ramble one? I think I'm getting her both, dude. Because you know what? She needs to ramble. The, she needs to learn what rambling the fuck on in high school means now. She's going into high school. And then is that derogatory? Just she's going rest. into high. She's going into high school. People, people should fucking tune in and say, hey, you know but what? They're woke though. That's a woke society. Oh fuck that shit. No, you're too woke, dude. You know that my daughter digs the show. So I know she does. I know she does. But no, you know what? We make it better if she wears a hat and a shirt. He wants think he's a NASCAR driver. Fuck, <laughs> they like a NASCAR driver, dude. Fuck, they're gonna um, see the logo with some fucking dude in a bottle of fucking getting out drunk. <laughs> no, but thank you guys for tuning in. I want to thank all the fans who support us since day one. You guys know who you are. Um, enjoy your weekend. 
Don't forget to give us a five-star rating on iTunes. It helps with the visibility. It's a nice episode. It keeps the lights on. Hit us up on Anchor. We still got the voice messages. Leave a voice message. We'll play it on the show and for you. And ask questions, guys. Ask questions. Ask anything you guys want, yeah, really. We, we love answering your questions. We you know, really do. And and if you're deaf and you don't you want to give sign languages, <laughs> send us a video. Send us a video. And, and don't, get, don't, don't, don't worry. As Kalanta took classes. Exactly. Send He'll that. decipher the message for us. Do, do, do this. Send your message where you're speaking directly into the camera, and in the left-hand corner, the left-bottom-hand corner, have a circle with somebody doing the sign language. Yeah. It'll be great. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, <sighs> Gemin, thank you for tuning in. I, I don't want to say a personal thank you to all you guys who tuned in on the two youths interview oh, with, yeah, with, yeah. Me and, uh, with me and Whiskey J. Thank you, guys. Um, and also for those of you guys who have already listened to a couple of my videos, uh, you know, with you know where I'm doing my acoustic thing, and uh, so yeah, thank you guys. You got that's really, I, I appreciate the support. Tell, uh, believe me, it's it's uh, it's an ego booster for sure. There you go, Lay <laughs> Don't forget, Rambocholics out every out every Saturday. Five star rating helps with the visibility. Share it, comment, like it, do all that good shit. Other than that, drink responsibly because we won't. Exactly. And and for the person that texts me all angrily, don't be angry. That's all I'm going to say. There you go. We, all right. Let's go be silly gooses. Play us out. Hey, I'm not a silly goose, but you know what I am? I'm Mr. Lee. And I'm a rambling. And fuck Joe Rogan. God damn <laughs>
you know. Oh, shit. Exactly. And you it's also the, it's also an Indian name because in the fifth grade, they introduced a little Indian girl <laughs> to our class and they go, hi, class, this is Panocha Patel. And of course, we all laughed because, you know. And you know who listens to all this and yeah. stuff at the end? Who? Edgar. Because <laughs> you know why? Why? Because he likes the Cola Concha. Edgar's the only one listening to this. Edgar, you listen to this, you know why? Because you like la concha. La concha con un poquito de limón. Ay, cabrón. Pone tajín, pone tajín. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, fuck this one. We're out. out. <laughs>